During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Sorry, I forgot to tell you guys we're live. We're live. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kind of Funny's James Bond in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every movie in the Daniel Craig James Bond cinematic universe. I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Andy Cortez. Good morning, everybody. You seem all business today, Andy. Tim, I'm ready to talk about this goddamn movie, all right? Yeah? Damn, I have thoughts. Andy. I've got opinions. Oh, man. I can't wait to hear Just those thoughts the fuck and back. opinions. We got Kevin Coelho, the big dog himself, making an appearance. A rare appearance nowadays. No construction today? Uh, they had to stop early, so there we go. No, I killed them all. <laughs> Kevin, okay. man, the producer watching- slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. What's up, everyone? Kevin, I was watching um, a thing on drug lords the other day, and uh-huh. one of the uh, they were talking about the, the Cali cartel. And I thought of you because they built every one of their little hideouts. They built a little like fake wall where they could go hide if they got raided. And I was like, I wonder if Kevin's thinking about doing like not necessarily a panic room, but just some sort of like secret room or secret passage in his I mean, house. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about all that stuff. Come on, don't be silly. Secret bookshelves, Kevin. <laughs> secret bookshelves, right? Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is in review. Every week we watch a movie, we talk about it, we review it, we rank it against the other movies. You can watch this live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, or you could watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com, or you can listen to it as a podcast. Just search for kind of funny reviews on your favorite podcast service. Uh, leave us the five stars, leave us the five thumbs up, leave us all, all the things. Yeah, five thumbs up, bitches. Mm. Deal with it. Uh, if you don't want the show with ads you can get the show ad free by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers did muhammad muhammad justin tops das bear jew blackjack and Jarrett brown thank you all for doing god's work and helping. andy i need you to put two thumbs up and kevin you one thumbs up no andy but there you go that's five Five thumbs thumbs up up. there 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 we go why wouldn't just we just do eight thumbs up because that's too much, man. They don't have them. Because he thumbs. said five thumbs up, man. I don't know. No, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like the standard is, like, we could all do two thumbs up. There's four Tim of us. Tim is the most says five thumbs up. That's what we have to go with. Yeah. Deal with it, Kevin. Jesus. Is my audio coming in too loud? No. You sound okay. good to me. Sound good to me. Good. Um, today we're talking about Spectre. All caps when you write that. It's really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? You know what it stands for, Nick? Oh, Christ. It's an acronym for like something of terrorism, blackmail. It doesn't stand for that anymore, but back Spectre in the day, it used stands to. for terrorism, blackmail. <laughs> no, it's like extortion. That's what it was, not blackmail, but it's like this. It's a uh, special, p- special executive for counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. Revenge? I didn't have that yeah. in there. <laughs> 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 special <laughs> gives the S and the P? 
That's not cool. You know what, Spectre, guys, Spectre, it's all cash. They They didn't make reference to that in this for a good reason, because it's so <laughs> cheesy that the acronym for this super secret villainous organization is like eight characters long. They only reference it twice in this movie. Spectre? Yeah. It's yeah. Something I, before we even get into it all, something that confused me, this is an early science with Kev. Hmm. What's up with the... That's science, an octopus. Science, yeah. science with Kev. It's the smartest animal. Okay, but then how come there's only six legs? Oh, no, they ha- it, it has had, seven. It has seven on the on the thing. Okay, well, it should we'll have eight. eight. <laughs> well, one or two of them are hiding behind the other one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I hey, thought. Look, see, yeah. see, you can't see my thumb right now, but if I turn it, there's the thumb. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Fucking <laughs> perspective. Parallax, I just thought that you know was, what I mean, It's Eddie? weird. If you're going to choose an animal like an octopus that's so identifiable by its eight legs, like, why have seven it's, things? It's because it's, it's all the iconography. You can tell the graphic designer was like, look, I know these things scientifically, right, factually have eight legs. But wouldn't it be a lot cooler if there was just one singular one leg in the middle, in the middle yeah. and then three on the sides to kind of uh, – it's just it's it's also, better for imaging. It's a better logo. It looks cool on a hat. You Tim, know? It, it, also, you could also work to give it a backstory. Like he was going through some shit. One of the legs got cut off, you know, because he's like a bad it. guy octopus, not one of them good guy octopuses. Got into a fight with a shark. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is the 24th bond film it is the the final bond film to be co-distributed by columbia pictures as universal pictures will become the international distributor of future films i didn't know that well it's weird because they still have the mgm on this that lion i think they're just keeping that for bond yeah for bond but i don't know if that's legitimately something they're throwing in that must be like a section of columbia that's still alive similar to how like every once in a while spielberg puts out something under amblin and you're like what where did that brand come from um, but it's cool to see the lion because growing up, I remember the Pierce Brosnans always had the lions. Yeah, like Golden, I had the lion. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Uh, but yeah, so this was released on November 6, 2015. Once again, directed by Sam Mendes, Megan. This is his second movie. You that. wouldn't know it on this one, though. It's almost like like if I showed you these two movies and you guys didn't know that the same like, – like you didn't know who made either Skyfall or this one, would you think it was the same team? No. No, right? definitely not. That's what that's, – that's the biggest problem with this movie is I'm like this doesn't feel like Skyfall. It feels very much different and I it don't know har- what it, they were going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. It harkens back to like – it's so tropey. This movie has like every goddamn spy trope thing possible. And well, it's I, also, but like, I found myself, I found way. myself enjoying it, but like, oh. I just want, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you, Kevin. I don't think it was like super fun or great either, but there was so much potential for this yeah. movie. You know there was, and the movie was almost. Before there. we get into yeah. this, guys, uh, a budget of this is the crazy thing. All right, nobody knows <laughs> the exact budget, and this is one of those weird things Wait, that's happened a couple times to doing in review where different sources are saying different things about what the budget is. Um, there are people like, claiming like my grandma. My, we don't know my grandma's birthday. Yeah, it is exactly, exactly like that. that. It really is yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You you it? We we don't really know my grandma's birthday. It's like this weird thing. Has like, anyone talked to her about we it? Kinda, we kind of like fake celebrated on on two different days. It's either November second <laughs> or December second. Nobody really knows. <laughs> it's whatever the family's more free. My it's friend, a, it, it's a weird thing. Yeah. My friend's dad lied to uh, his whole family about his birthday, and then one what? day, like, his mom thought it was like let's say October fifteenth, right? And then one day, somebody saw his ID and was like. 
why does it say your, your birthday's wrong in here? It says October 25th. And he's like, no, no, that's actually my birthday. I just told your mom the wrong date, and I just kept with that lie. That is some Kevin-ass shit. <laughs> that's some weird shit. <laughs> that's like some Paula torture shit. But no, so here's, here's the thing. They, a lot of people are saying that it, the budget was $265 million, But then there's another group that's like, no, it wasn't. It was $300 million. Y'all are fucking lying. So there's like a war of the budget, and oh, apparently stop. it caused a big kerfuffle there. Who won? Um, so there, no, no one really. It's kind of in war. Nobody ever wins. So the budget is upwards of three hundred million, making it between the twentieth and fifth most expensive movie of all time. Jesus, twentieth. So they way, did not. I'll be honest with you. They did not need to spend that much money on this movie. I don't. The, the craft service on this movie must have cost a hundred million dollars because it certainly didn't go to the action sequences. Let's put it that way. The it action did. sequences in this movie are so fucking boring, with the exception of the Batista fight. But everything else, even that, like that, it just wasn't. That was fine. Oh, you're it was, crazy. It was fine. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was brutal. But compared but the, to like the 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 other movies, it was brutal. And he gets his ass beat. And I, but I feel like the conclusion is so just like, oh, all right. I guess he's he gone said now. The line though. Yeah, that's something that was something that that was really fucking weird about this movie. There is multiple extended scenes where no one says anything for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm. And it's like it doesn't ever feel good. It it feels awkward. It's just very (laughs) weird because this movie in a lot of ways feels incomplete. It it feels like the third act was super rushed. Um, It feels like for whatever reason they needed to give M something to do which was weird, like, that you could tell they were trying to maybe give him a team toward the end there with Money Penny, and you're like, okay, somebody saw a Mission Impossible film but didn't watch the yeah. whole thing. I don't know. Um, the, 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 the guy, and I forget the actor's name, but the guy that plays C, I love him. He's he from... Uh, yeah, he's good. I like him. He was he's, in uh, Sherlock. He was Sherlock. in uh, uh, another show, uh, the Phoebe Walter um, bridge show. Uh, what's it called? Anyway, the one you really, the one you like, the one on Amazon where she likes she's crying the whole time because she's kind of a fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he's great. They give him nothing to do, uh, and then the third act is very very rushed. Could have used maybe two or three script revisions, and then the first act you're like, it's boring. Like why the car the during, literally during the car chase scene? During the car chase scene, Bond takes a phone call. He just calls Money Penny. They have like a five minute conversation where she's like, "What are you doing? Oh, not much. What are you up to?" Honestly, I was thinking about getting my hair done tomorrow. Oh, that's nice. That sounds good. And meanwhile, yeah. Batista's like, ooh, but I can't catch up to you in my Ferrari that's twice as fast as that Aston Martin. They were trying to play into that joke, and it just, like, rarely worked for me. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of moments in this, like, w- with that Batista scene. It's like, what? <laughs> I, I sort of got 45 minutes into this car chase. I'm thinking, like, what? What? Batista, make a move, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you pulled up next like... to him just to look at him, and, like, that's, you know, ha-ha or whatever, but... Fuck it, let's let's get this shit going, man. Contrast I, that to the to the beginning of Quantum of Solace, where the car chase scene goes by super fucking fast and it's hyper violent and then it's done. And you're like, what did I just see? That was cool as shit. They literally just gave you the highlights of everything you needed to know for that car chase and we're out. And it's all built up to that one moment where he pops the trunk and he's like, time to get out. And you're like, that's fucking hype. There's no hype moments in this movie at all. Zero. Oh, I totally disagreed. I, I, I love the first scene was equally good. I think it took longer to get to, but the whole Mexico stuff I thought was like really awesome, and it built tension really well. Here's uh, the thing, Tim: box office of eight hundred and eighty point seven million, so less than the the one point one billion that the last one made, uh, and a runtime of two hours and twenty eight minutes, making this the longest James Bond movie ever made. What's up, Andy? I love me a good one shot. 
And Barrett talked about this long one shot in the beginning of his of the mm-hmm. movie. Didn't live up to expectations. Unnecessary. A like totally unnecessary. Like, when I think of one shots, I'm thinking of True Detective season yep. one. Season one. And, of it. and it is just it's one director, of the, best the guy that directed season one is directing. Um, really? Yeah, Kerry Fukunaga. Oh, I love that dude. Yeah, he's I love that guy. I think long shots. I think of that hallway scene in the first season of Daredevil where he just beats the shit out of everyone down a hallway, and I'm like, "There's a point to this. It's to see how hard yeah, it is yeah. to be this guy. It's to see how much effort it takes. It's to watch him sort of like get the shit beat out of him and still get up. That's cool. In this one, you're like, "What? They're, okay. Yeah. Why, this movie, why? like, why I, are we doing this? I enjoyed a lot of the story elements. I enjoyed. I. I won't say enjoyed. I appreciated <laughs> what they were going for story-wise, right? Like, there's totally, like, Rogue Nation, Mission Impossible bullshit, you know? Like, there's always the higher person up top, and he's sort of overlooking everything. But the 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 problem that I ran into is, like, Christoph Waltz should be a really intriguing villain. Yeah. Like, how do you make Christoph Waltz not a good villain in it's this? boring. You yeah, know why? Crazy. Here's why. Because you just had the exact same fucking movie made in Skyfall, and Javier Bardem did it better. Oh, the God. whole point of this movie is that Bond's past is coming back to haunt him. Didn't we just see that in Skyfall? Didn't we literally just go to his childhood home? Well, that was Didn't we see past, someone burn right? that down? But that was M's past. And I mean, it was his he, past. He well, goes... But, it, I mean... And they go to his childhood home. Like, yeah, they go to his childhood home because he was like. They talk this, about this how their relics. Off. They talk all, all the themes of the, of Skyfall come back into this. The relics and my six. Well, I, yeah, but I think that the difference is relics. this is uh, this is about Bond, and it's like closer to home. Like you know, yeah. this is how Christoph Waltz is tied directly. Yeah, it's to tied. Everything. But I, I thought all those ties were fucking, but just total bullshit. Where it's like, yeah, they're lame. They're yeah, totally like, unsettled. You can't just out of nowhere be like, oh, and then remember his stepbrother you've never met, or like adoptive brother. It's, it was a like, stretch. What's, what's the fucking point? It was a stretch when we went to Skyfall. In Skyfall, we were like, wait, we're going to his old house? Mm-hmm. That's very weird and feels very intimate for a James Bond film. But in this, literally, they just introduce a picture in the first 15 minutes of the movie where it's like a burned – and it's like comical. Like one of the faces is burned off and you're like – it, it doesn't matter. Oh, we see the really? face. We can't yeah. tell who it is as an adult, you know? Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't. And then like <laughs> it's, so a, it's like a bad Photoshop yeah. of Liam Neeson as the dad. I don't know. Who was that guy as the dad? The <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, is that Liam Neeson from that weird trucker movie that he did? Uh, Ice Road Truckers, Liam Neeson taken? What's I up, also Kev? thought it was funny – not funny but like just – a bad sign when they like show the money pennies like why are you doing all this and he like shows a video and it's you know m from the last movie being like if i die do this and it's like all right well you guys can't even commit to the fact that like you know she's gone she still left one more message with one more mission and i i just thought like that is also yeah and i think that that goes to back up the, the larger picture of this which is that quantum was supposed to be specter like quantum was supposed to be this giant organization and then they just have a throwaway line where they're like no what it really was was specter quantum was just one of the arms of specter and i was like so so specter has some subsidiary companies what is that for tax purposes what's the point of having quantum when you have specter what is the point of having so they they could have that moment where walt where waltz is like uh, it was all me. I was Spectre. I was Silver. So, I was. What's so funny like, about it though? Totally right. fun. How many make him the head of Quantum? How Why many not make him the head of Quantum? Are to to M and to like so many things that we've seen in Casino Royale and in Skyfall. They rarely reference Quantum. They say Quantum, but it's like when they're going through like shooting everybody. It's like where's the Quantum bad guy? 
You know what I mean? Well, it's, like, it's, it's, they have the it's, guy that's also from Casino, but it's like, it just shows that they do not respect Quantum at all. They don't. And, and you know, going back, if you had you had a chance to do this again, I think they probably would have smartly just made Quantum Spectre. They would have just made the, that second movie would have been called Spectre, and it would have been about how this big organization is, you know, behind the scenes. And then in the third movie or fourth movie, we could have finally met Blofeld, who has always mm-hmm. been that sort of like the, the cop with a capo or like the, the head of the organization with the white cat and, you know. The, the cheesy villain, uh, which I love that they have the white cat later in this. Um, but but it just it just kind of is just so weird. There's a lot of retconning happening in this. I'll that, tell you what. That's Nick. a retcon. And the retcon with the fucking 1964 Aston Martin at the end. I'm like, did you need that? We didn't need another reference to that fucking car in this. We <laughs> well, just didn't, didn't... <laughs> didn't they have that moment where in the beginning where Q's like, all I got was a steering wheel. I said bring it back in one piece, like, not bring back one piece. And you're like, you didn't say any of that, Q, because yeah, that was right. not set up at all in Skyfall. He got it <laughs> well, from I mean, the fucking but, barn. But that was an answer to your frustration from that movie, where like now they have they clearly Q's like, oh, I I built that. Um, you know, it's that, like that's you, not you a know frustration. That's the answer that we were saying last week. Right. No one wanted to accept. Yeah, but right. you, you have to answer it in the answer, fucking yeah. movie that you no, made. No, you don't. Not when you have a tech guy that makes you tech stuff. Like you can assume he made him tech stuff. They literally put that in because Tim, people had such a big problem with it, and and it was it was fine. They answered it. That's great. They saw all forty thousand of Nick's emails. Like let's change it. One one more major thing where I was like, ah, I hate that they did this. Is um, the when like. So there, there's this trend with movies that are getting remake of stuff that, like that hasn't been you know like sequels from super long ago or stuff like that, uh, and uh, one of the things they do is where they like drop a name that <laughs> that uh, <laughs> nobody like cares that like, has no meaning in that world like Bloomfield yeah where it's like cool. I, yeah Tim I'm sure you were just like all right that's oh, Doctor Evil yeah great exactly yeah, I, it, it, I, well I'll tell you what what it meant to me well because me and Nick did uh we did the uh, KFAF bit we were doing uh Bond uh, impersonations and when I heard him say the name Blofeld I was like oh that's the guy you know it kind of had that moment like in you know that that moment that pretty much only I had in Star Trek Into Darkness I was like yes I was Con? just gonna say that say <laughs> like, whoa no so but but, but that was that's a perfect example right because every single fucking person was like that's gotta be Khan right it's gotta be Khan and yeah. then for some dumb fucking reason the filmmakers were like we're gonna call him something else for 45 minutes until he has this reveal where he's like I am Khan and, and I was it like it doesn't mean shit that to was anyone and in then, that world yeah, everyone else was like who the fuck who Kirk cares? is just like oh cool alright I'm still the Kirk yeah, the only reason why Khan was so impactful in Star Trek Wrath of Khan was because you remember him being a, bit, a really good foe in the original series. But if there, if you don't remember Wrath of Khan, you have no concept of this. Similar to Blofeld, where he's like, I'm going to go by Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Why don't you just go by that right now? Why why, why, why call him Oberhausen? Why, why does that matter well, at all? Yeah, Oberhausen is his actual name, right? And then that yeah, guy but like, faked his death then, and that had that sure the but why can't place. it be blowfell <laughs> you know what i mean like why not why was there the need for that subterfuge or at least that's fine but he goes by blowfell now and you're like i don't know it just it just seemed like a lot of this was let's shoehorn in some fan service here and then just almost toward the end of it it just feels like even the filmmakers were like i just want to be done with this can we just uh, m throws him off a thing that's fine and yeah, like the, uh, that the point really moment in uh, harry potter 
<laughs> like the, 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 like Moving around the, the letters. It's all backwards. Like, oh. Yeah, like, oh every single no, person watching bullshit. that movie paused it and was like, is that how that works? And you start doing that. You take the letters. Yeah. You're like, no, that's not how that works. Dude, when the whole like little base blows up, it feels like the end of the movie. It should like, be yeah, the end of the movie. It's such a definitive end. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, no, we have a lot more. And but they, it's like they go really back to the first base, the, the M's. La- yeah, like that's office, weird. But my biggest like, oh. issue with this movie is the same that I've had with the last three that we watched, which is every single one feels like it's trying to be like, but no, now he's really Vaughn. And it's, it's just like, end. how is that continuing again with this? But then I feel like they totally reverse it by giving him a love interest that is the least believable thing of all fucking time, where it's like he's been like, he can convince girls to fall in love with him instantly. Cool. We've seen that over four movies. But she lo- he loves her too. It's like, you're over the whole Vesper thing? This this doesn't fucking make sense. And it, you're only doing it because you feel the need to now make James more contemporary. And it's like, I just feel like we're in this constant, like, cat and mouse game with what James Bond should be. And this is the first time it's like, I love seeing the team together. It never felt quite as good as it should have. But that's because this, to me, feels like Fast 4, where it's like, we need a reboot point of, like, let's bring it all in so that we can start something new. But the mm. last four fucking movies have felt that way. You know, what I think it was, though, honestly, is I think they weren't sure if Daniel Craig was coming back. I think he definitely didn't want to do this one. Remember, this was the one where he got in trouble for saying he'd rather, like, they were like, would you do another Bond film? And he's up. like, I'd rather kill myself right now <laughs> than do one of those. And he was obviously has since apologized for that. Um, but I think that they gave him, like, a nice send-off in this as, like, a Bond voyage to Daniel Craig being Bond. Bond voyage. And then he came back, and everyone's like, God, stop coming back. Just let him say goodbye to you, and you get to you get to live in the fantasy. You go off with a classic car and a woman that is literally a third your age. Go for it. Just go. <laughs> How is she a doctor, by the way? She's like 23 years old. She's like this doctor. He's like, you worked for uh, Doctors Without Borders for like 10 years. I'm like, when? When she was fucking 12? When did she do all this shit? When Child prodigy, Nick. Any of this stuff? Kevin, how long does it take to get through medical school? Is it oh, two years? Is it a two-year process? I think it's like six to eight years. Yeah. Maybe she was a therapist. I don't know. Therapy school sounds like it. You can she get done that in like six yeah, months. Was, was a psychiatrist? But why does she work for Doctors Without Borders? They, they put they therapists need psychiatrists, in yeah. Do they really? I think yeah, so. There you go. Yeah, I enjoyed this movie infinitely more than I did the first time I watched it. Doesn't mean I enjoyed it. And it, like that's the thing is that with this, I liked it watching all the other ones next to it because I'm like, I remember watching this one in theaters and being like, I don't remember any of these fucking people. Like, you're showing me this girl. I don't remember who you are. Are you the girl from Casino? Like, I didn't remember. But now watching them back to back, it's like, okay, cool. Those pictures are the, the those are those guys. But that doesn't make it better. No, yeah, it, it just kind of like, it gives it connection. And it's just like, ah, oh, man, like, it's just, it's always a, so close. I feel like this is the one that's least close. Quick, to the like, thing is, like, the storytelling in this is very similar to a storytelling in, like, a Fast and Furious movie where they just throw random shit at you and then all of a sudden Han's alive again. No, but the difference is that's... you just like that in Fast and Furious because it's fun and it's cartoony and it's a lighthearted action film where fucking cars fly through this and everyone's talking shit and it's about people. It's less about what's going on, right? There In those movies, it's believable to just randomly throw those tropes in. In this one, it just feels so cheap and unsupported, especially coming off Skyfall, which was such a great example of what Bond could be. Yeah. All right, let's get to the plot. The name's plot. James plot. Ladies and gentlemen, we're starting the plot for Spectre. And it finally, after four films, starts off with the iconic gun barrel. Wait. Track him. And then after, it's... Nick, after. 
so many episodes you do the show where you always start it with a line for the movie. Oh it's, no, there's no good lines. That. You just go, ladies and gentlemen, we're starting up lines. Of I tried. There are no <laughs> lines worthwhile. I think maybe I highlighted one what of them. About and the kite, like, the tornado not... thing. All right, fine. You're a kite in a hurricane. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. White. We've seen you five cool fucking line. times. It was, that a cool was a cool line. line. Mr. White's eyes again. freaked me out. Either way, we start. I think it's important. I don't know why they decided to finally start it off with the the gun barrel thing, but I was like, it feels weird and kind of out of place here. Anyway, he's actually James Bond now. Sure, he's been, Wait, yeah. But great. haven't they done that? Like they did it at the end of I think Skyfall. But this is the first time we see the circles come in at the beginning. Usually, Bonds, the old Bonds, would start with the circle, 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 and it would turn into the gun barrel, and then it would track Bond, and then Bond would shoot, and then the blood would come down, but and then it would go into the intro scene, and then it would go into the title scene after at, that. At the end of the first intro scene in or the intro scene in Casino Royale, don't they do it where they follow the dudes? No, he turns and shoots, but this is like motion graphics. There's black following mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's, it's like it's, the dead speak pop yeah. up on the screen. Mm-hmm. The dead was... are alive. And we were like, ah, Why? Are they? <laughs> Why? weren't they alive? And again, isn't that the same thing? that Couldn't we have started Skyfall with that? Because anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, like Bond dies in Skyfall? It doesn't matter. Uh, we're in Mexico City, and I really want to go there because Day of the Dead, Kev, looks fun as fuck, mm-hmm. and everyone's having oh, cool. a rager. Uh, we see a dude in all white. Walk by. He's got like one of those Steven Seagal ponytails that I've always wanted and kind of had in high school, but we don't have any pictures left. Oh well. Uh, he walks I by can a dude. Pull it up. We have pictures. No, that, no, that's okay. We're, it's, it, you know, we'll, we'll let we'll let this one okay. lie. We'll, right. we'll play right. it where it lies. Just, just uh, the time. dude walks by a guy in all black, and he's got like a souped-up version of uh, the skeleton costume that those assholes wore in Karate Kid. And that dude's <laughs> with a hot girl, and you can tell she's hot. I guess by her arms. I don't know. I'm not quite sure how he picked this girl up because he looks terrifying in this mask, but. We have this one shot like Andy was talking about, and the, and the guy goes up to the girl's room uh, with him, and then we go over to the girl, and the girl's like, I'm ready to fuck. I'm going to get on this bed right now, and I'm going to – where are you going? And it turns over, and I thought this was actually kind of a cute cut where it turns over, and he's taking off one suit. He's got the other suit underneath it, and you're like, dude, were you wearing that suit yeah. over the other suit? Yeah, Double man. Suits. Yeah. Is that where double suit? Like he takes it off and it's not like a cool black outfit. It's like a well, it's Tom Ford suit. It's Nick, amazing. They have they have like city surveillance and they they'd be able to recognize his old suit, like his James Bond suit. Totally makes sense. Yeah. I totally get that. Uh, let's. Why it goes over and she's like the white suit. You know. No, he was in the black suit. Or why didn't he just stick with the black suit? He was like, it's gonna be too noticeable with the skulls. Because when you're walking on a rooftop and, and topping like a fucking two thousand dollar Tom Ford tailored suit, it looks pretty dope. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and his uh, gun's cool too. Cool, it gun. is cool. It's yeah, like a it's weird cool kind of cool little machine gun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he tracks the guy over to uh, the building. She goes, "Where are you going?" He goes, "I won't be long." And it's like you're never going back to that girl. It's not you're not going to see her. Um, the guy in the hotel rooms, uh, he sees the 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 dude in the white suit targeting some other guys, and they start talking about blowing up a stadium. And then they have a drink, and then they drink to the Pale King, and the, or something like that. And you're like, "Who's yeah. the Pale King?" That's weird. Don't they say and they, they have to kill the Pale King? Some yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think. It- um, they drink, they, oh, like, oh, they, they, yeah, they, they drink to death. They're like, yeah, they drink to death. Not to the death is. of their enemies, though. A la morte you know? is what they say. And they go, and as they say, a la morte. Bond That's what they say, yeah. Bottoms up. <laughs> <laughs> and then shoots That's and accidentally or maybe on purpose shoots the fucking bomb and it blows up the entire building. No, they, Which like, you have right, to imagine there was a couple people in that building that are right, dead. Right before he shoots. He, like they see the the his uh, the laser the laser on his gun freaking on, laser and they freak out and he doesn't shoot the the dude it's in the blue white laser, suit though. yeah it was cool it's really cool blue laser so like, i had this thought in my mind that like 
when he first got up there, I was like, they're going to see the laser. What are you doing, Bond? Like, it's not impossible to see a blue laser. But then I thought of this technology, Kevin. Is it? Do, does this exist? I don't know. This probably exists. Infrared right? laser. You have, you have an, infrared a, a, an infrared laser, and you have infrared glasses, and only you see. <laughs> oh, Andy, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Right there with you. Yeah. yeah. Right now, good. Kevin, infrared glasses. I'm seeing yeah. lasers everywhere. You know. Do you guys remember that scene in Casino Royale where he's like, "Stop touching your ear." Yeah. yeah. This was a stop touching your ear moment. 100%. If there was another agent watching, yeah. they'd be like, "Why the fuck are you using Turn a laser pointer?" First off, the guy is twenty feet away, and mm-hmm. you've got a machine pistol in your hand. You're gonna hit him. It's gonna be fine. And if you can't, pistol. you're not worth your fucking salt. Or was it gonna be fine, Nick? Because apparently, the man can survive a building falling down on him and an explosion. An explosion <laughs> five feet away from him. And the building falling. But here's down. the thing: the yeah. building didn't fall down. The facade fell off. Right? It was true. Just but he was also in an explosion. But, no, he, yeah, sure. He wasn't, in fact, yeah. in the explosion. You're right about that. But in this movie, people survive explosions, no problem. One scar. Yeah, very true. It's very it's true, good. man. Um, why, as... why do the Bond movies insist on, on constantly having buildings fall and crumble when, like, that's the thing that they're in least bad good at CGI. making look good? Like, yeah. it's a guy's come on. They're like, maybe we'll get it this fourth time. You didn't. I think because they finally wanted to write. Again, this movie is all about retconning wrongs of the past. And this one, I think, is probably the most egregious is that Bond never learned how to parkour until right now as he parkours down the sides of the building and then one falls and he just falls onto his butt onto a couch and goes, oh, I'll Bond, fall on my butt. Bond Fucking never learned go. how to parkour. He knows how to parkour now. When the he first knows how to parkour. One, oh, I see, because he was running through buildings. He never, had, you never knew how to parkour yeah. before. Right. You never met, you're, you're, you're a call from my earlier analysis of uh, the Bond movies, the, the Daniel Craig one. He doesn't know how to follow people, and he has no idea how to parkour. Sure. So now we've, we've write the end. We have no idea how missiles got into his freaking car. It doesn't matter. Well, now no, we, we figured have that answers out. They, for all they those. We have that. answers they for all these. It really doesn't matter. You can matter, parkour Nick, the right. entire time. <laughs> you are, in fact, correct. <laughs> anyway, somehow Skiara made it through, uh, made it out alive, as uh, as Andy talked about, and he jumps into a helicopter, and Bond follows, the helicopter, follows, and a helicopter fight breaks out. And I actually like this scene, even it's though I'm rad. like, the entire time I'm like, just land the fucking helicopter. Yeah. Why would you go higher with the helicopter? There's two dudes fighting. If I were the pilot, I'd be like, this is unsafe. I'm, I'm sorry, man. No, I'm, I'm just a contractor. I'm not like this. Is, oh, I'm a freelancer, it. bro. Like, leave I'm going to let you guys deal with this. I'm a yeah. bad guy. But real quick. He's a bad guy, too. At the same, yeah, he's, he was definitely a bad guy. But, like, I, I can't imagine being James Bond and thinking, oh, you know what I should do? I'm going to strangle this guy who's yeah. flying this fucking plane. Bad like, idea. Figure out Let's a way to do it out. where it's, like, less, you know, him moving around. But this does. And with the scene of the, the gravity kind of playing, and he like falls yeah. up for a bit and then goes down and fucking gets him. Love and immediately starts shit. choking him again. Yeah, I thought that was a cool scene. Uh, he kicks the guy out, and then, of course, uh, pull, the, the, the chopper starts to nosedive toward the crowd below, and then Bond pulls it out at the last second. As the theme starts playing, uh, Bond looks down at that ring that he stole from Skiara, and he sees the, the squid symbol, uh, and he, which turns into uh, Daniel Craig shirtless and everything on fire. And I know what you're thinking. That's kind of cool. Until you forgot that Sam fucking Smith did the theme song for this. And if you guys need to, take a nap right now. Because you got about five minutes of just boring, drooling, whining. I don't know how this this falsetto is, man. Those falsettos are pretty No. Song's fine. As uh, a Bond song, it's not. It's just terrible. Now, here's some shit for you guys. All right? Here's some fucking shit. Here's Uh, some shit, bro. Despite the mixed reception, it became the first Bond theme to reach number one in the UK singles chart, the second to win the Academy Award for Best Original Song. 
and the fifth to be nominated. Also won Golden Globes and a bunch of other shit. But what the fuck? I did not realize it also won. Fucking That's Adele's crazy. rolling over in her grave right now. She was like, still I put my alive. heart and soul into Skyfall. Still alive. Yeah. Sam yeah. Smith read a fucking poem for five seconds in his also- highest falsetto and it's terrible did anyone enjoy the the actual video part component to this uh intro because no, i, I it's thought like, it looks fucking movie weird. it's boring and i liked slow. it i thought yeah. it was i thought it was cool i thought that it wasn't nearly as cool as any of the other ones but yeah. I, I still thought uh, it was, are we gonna rank it i uh, thought yeah, i thought the, i thought the visuals were cooler than casino royale's visuals I just I just enjoyed the aesthetic of what they were trying to do. The music though did kind of turn me off. It reminds me a lot of like an older, like an early, early Pierce Brosnan movie where you've got like fans waving women's hair and it's right, slow and mouth, it's supposed though. to be sexy, but it's like it just feel it just feels old. It just didn't I will feel say, like it was a contemporary um, intro to me. You know, they're showing all the the old characters in the movies, right? They show uh, you see a shot of Vesper, you see a shot of. Uh, of um uh m yeah and and m shot it kind of looks weird because of the cg that they use it looked like her character in cats that's uh what what like what it does this weird sort of cg stuff and like you know the face is kind of weird so her face looked kind of furry and it was like her butthole out i've seen this image on twitter a million times it looks like the cat's image um the english band i did not like the use of the the flashback footage i was like that looks terrible The English band Radiohead were commissioned to write the title song and submitted Man of War, an unreleased song written in the 1990s. The song was rejected as it had not been written for the film and therefore was ineligible for the Academy Award. Uh, But then Radiohead's like, fuck it, we'll put something together. So they made a song called Spectre, uh, but it was rejected as it was too melancholy. But you out there can listen to the song now. It is available. They put it out and they're like, fuck it. We want the world to hear this. Hmm. I want, I've never heard is that. I'm going to go back and listen to it. But it's all, it's cool. It's, it is it's a radio melancholy. It's Radiohead, but like not the, it has, it reminds me a lot of the Billie Eilish one. Where I'm has like, somebody, has somebody like a uh, mixed up or chopped up the Radiohead song with these visuals somehow. I think that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. I'm hey, sure someone that has. for KFAF, you know? I will say I will say this: if it's like Sam night. Smith is definitely the more commercial like Radiohead, he's like the Radiohead that you can bring home to mom. You know what I mean? Is not it? at all. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Like if you listen to Radiohead, Radiohead's super melancholy. They sound they sound very similar. Where he's always singing and uh, the lead singer is always singing like falsetto, except it's so much more uh, depressing to listen to Radiohead than it is Sam Smith. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's uh, move on. Let's rank the uh, intros. Here, where does this go? I think this. So we have. What do we have so far? We have Skyfall. We have another Quantum, way to die, and then we have Casino Royale. Yeah, I'm gonna put this below Casino Royale. I would say what this is the last on the list for me. Yeah. And again, I think the visuals are okay, but the song with the visuals, it was. I was like, I, if I were watching this for a third time, this would be where I take the nap. Mm. I, yeah, I think the visuals. The visuals are are interesting, but just compared to the other ones, they're not. Uh, I disagree with you, Andy, with the thing that's better than Casino, because at least Casino had, like, something unique about it, right? Now, this one does thing. just kind of feel a bit more cool Bond imagery of, like, what Nick's talking about, about old school stuff, about, like, naked women and shit. But it still looks really cool. But, yeah, the song's just so whatever. Because so even weird. Casino Royale, I didn't remember loving the song and watching it this time. I'm like, I kind of fuck with this. So it's fourth for me. I'm, yeah. I'm re-watching it right now. And there's a lot more techni- tentacles and like nude women than I remember. That's why it's great. <laughs> From watching it yesterday. Like so is it winning some points? Yeah, but I'm still going to put it at the last. It's getting visual points for me. The, yeah. the song, though, just brings it all the way down to fourth. Yeah. Yeah. 
Agreed. Uh, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You have your official ranking of all the Bond intros and music with uh, Skyfall at number one, Quantum of Souls at number two, Casino Royale at number three, and then, of course, just way down there at number four, uh, <laughs> Spectre. We'll just put that bad boy down at number four. All right, back into the plot. Um, let's see. Bond gets chewed out by M. They're in a tenuous situation here, Tim. Uh, they're merging with MI5, and it's been tough. It hasn't been easy. Uh, Bond asks... <laughs> M asked Bond officially what he was doing in Mexico, and Bond gives him the old just using some vacation time. And it's like, no, you don't let him out of the office. You don't let him out of the office. But M's like, maybe the old boy's onto something. Maybe he hasn't lost a step. Uh, then in walks Max, and I, I don't know how to say his last name, so we'll just call him C. He is the new head of joint security, and Bond calls him a big old fat C. And C calls him his employee, and he wants to bring intelligence out of the dark ages. And Money Penny catches up with Bond, and she gives him some personal effects they recovered from Skyfall. And it's like, what? Okay, cool. Um, and then Bond makes sure he's like, I want you to come by my place, nine o'clock. And it looks like he's just moved in, but he hasn't. He's been there for ages, and he's a bachelor. I'll tell you what, real quick, just right off the bat, I already miss Judy Dench. Yeah, mm. like mm. immediately, and and it's... and. When I got to the end of the movie, it further cemented that thought in my head of like, I really missed her being in this movie. I missed her being opposite of Daniel Craig. I missed her. Oh, I missed their bullshit back and forth. I never ever really felt that with um, with current time. I forget with Ray Fiennes. With Ray I don't. Fiennes, I don't yeah. dislike Ray Fiennes. I think he's actually good in the role. But I do agree that the dynamic was just always more fun between Judy Dench and and Bond because it was sort of motherly and it was sort of that antagonistic relationship yeah. you have with your mom where you're like, ah, oh, I'm not going to clean my room. I don't want to. And then you clean your room. And you're like, we just right don't need more British dudes. Like, that's the thing is, I feel like don't. this movie has like too many, like the, on this team already, it's like we have the, the right-hand dude that's under Tanner. Tanner. Yeah. It's like, we got Terrible. you. We don't need, like, we needed that, like, the female energy or just something different than just what seems like another one of him. You know? Or if you're going to do it, get someone that has good hair. Because Bond's thinning, Ray Fiennes is pretty much bald, and Tanner is a fucking cue ball. Like, just, you know what I mean, Andy? Like, put someone there that can stare at some eye candy. Give me a little fucking... Well, you know they made I mean? they made up with it with Q. Q has all the hair for all of them. That <laughs> like, is true. Q has a lot of hair. That, that guy has true. the most hair I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, like, just in terms of, like, sheer density, you know what I mean? Like, it's like it's shit. You know what it is? It's one of those things, Andy, and I'll, uh, you'll appreciate this. You know how some guys, like, go to barbers, and the barber, like, thins their hair out because it's just too thick? Bullshit, yeah. Can you do that? Bull- yeah, Tim, you have to have that done? They do it to me every time, yeah. Yeah, it's... I remember I told this story where I thinned Wait, out my... The weird scissors the with shears, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, they do that. I yeah. told that story where I cut my friend's hair, where he has like he had like hair down to his, his shoulder, and he was touring with his band. He's like, yeah, and I was like, I, I can give you a trim if you need, and I just like thinned it way too much, and he looked like oh, Spiegel. God, that's horrible. Uh, uh, so right. Nick, this scene yeah. here where uh, Money Penny visits Bond's uh, little apartment mm-hmm. situation, uh, this was refilmed. Uh, like it was one of the first things they filmed, and they went back and refilmed it after everything because it originally had another woman in the bed. And oh. then they were just like, "Oh, we want to like not have Bond be like that. We're trying to change all this." And it's like you guys need to fucking pick a vision and just stick with it because it's like, what the Honestly, fuck is James Bond supposed to be at this point? I would have been okay with that. What I'm not okay with is the creepy ass shit he does to Monica Bellucci later, mm-hmm. and then the weird kind of skeezy old man kind of uncle where it's like, well, your dad's dead, so I'll be your dad now, but not really. I want to be your fucking daddy. And it's like, what is happening with you in oh, this? Why don't you just give him a fucking relationship at some point? Like that's I miss Ava Green. I miss that like someone actually has an equal to him that he can go off of because 
man, it gets creepy in that in that Italian in that it, house. It, in it really does. Monica Bellucci, weird. the oldest woman ever cast as Bond girl at fifty one. First off, Monica Bellucci is fucking timeless. She was fifty one in that in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Holy. Monica shit. Bellucci was in The Matrix like three or something like that. God, she has not too, aged right? a she fucking was, uh... day. She was that French guy's she, wife. Yeah, the like dinner party. Yeah. God. I love Monica Bellucci. God bless her. She's she is she is a shining example of an Italian. Um, <laughs> anyway, Monica she represents the country well. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I were yeah. to redo the Italian flag, it would just be a picture of her, and I'd be like, "What do you got? Fuck you." Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck you. What guys. do you got? What do you got? What are you gonna put up against that? Taylor Swift, suck it. Anyway. Uh, at that night, everyone, Money Penny's like, dude, everyone thinks you've gone nuts. And he's like, well, I, I haven't, fin- I haven't gone nuts. You know better, Money Penny. She's like, everyone thinks you finished, but Money Penny knows he's just getting started. I'm like, cool. And then he plays the message from M from Beyond the Grave, and she wants him to find a man called Marco Schiara, kill him, and don't miss the funeral, which is a fucking dope ass thing to say. It and is. I would also be like this. Why? Why don't you just tell me what's going on? Mm-hmm. What do you think? This is a message from I'm the only one going to see this. So you've already given me enough information that if anyone sees this message, they're going to know what's up. Right. Like if bad guys get this, they're going to know I'm after them. And if the good guys get it, I'm, I'm the only good guy. Why don't you just tell me what's going on? Why are you being so cryptic? Him? What's wrong with you? Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, and then he has a great line where he says she wasn't going to let death stand in the way of doing her job. I thought that was dope. Bond asks Money Penny to do some digging on the Pale King for him and then uh, gets cozy... It gets in a cozy robe and opens up the box she gave him, which has a badly photoshopped picture of him, Liam Neeson, and someone else, some other kid that has a burned face. And you're like, this is just, they couldn't have picked, they couldn't have actually done a photo. Okay. Tanner and Bond ride on a boat where they talk shit about C and look at the new Center for National Intelligence. And C wants to create a new world order at, at the new Security Council conference in Tokyo, where he, uh, if he gets his way, he'll have access to the combined intelligence powers of nine countries and he's named that system nine eyes and it's amazing and are we aware is no one going to call attention to the cat <laughs> on his back and I, I can't control him he does this when i'm you gotta let him do it it's it's unbelievably appropriate for you to have an <laughs> yeah, all-white cat right now. i know i know it, you couldn't have planned that better if you tried um, <laughs> bond meets up with q and q shoots him up with some smart blood but real quick but, nick nick smart nick. blood <laughs> For real, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what they call Nine it. Nine Eyes. Nine Eyes is a badass name. It like, is. That's Nine a Eyes is such name. a cool, like, That's Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid thing. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Um, and it's Nine a cool eyes, concept. Huh? It's a cool concept. But it's I, also... It, it again, is a cool concept. I just... I feel like C's whole thing with the, like, information and, like, he has cameras everywhere and stuff. It's just, like, it feels super, super quick. Like, I feel like that's something that we needed to build up to a little bit because it's kind of just like, well, here's a guy that literally can see fucking everything. And you're right. Like, you're a bad guy. We know you're yeah, a bad guy. This clearly. isn't even an interesting, fun twist when it's revealed you're working with the bad guy. No fucking shit. But, like, again, and I hate to keep harping on this, but it was so much cooler when fucking Javier Bardem hacked into everyone's stuff. Mm-hmm. Remember when he was just like, I have this advanced knowledge of computers, and with this knowledge, I can just do whatever the fuck I want. I literally took over a whole town because I know how to how fucking MS-DOS works, and I know how the prompts work, and I can type C++ and make everyone think there's a chemical leak. MS-DOS, huh? Exactly. You understand. Exactly. <laughs> but I like, thought, um, I, it was I so thought... much more foreboding in Skyfall, because you're like, dude, Man. this dude's fucking everywhere. I thought, the, I thought the smart blood was going to be used to like poison him and be used in a in a more exciting way against him than just tracking him a few times. 
Or, or you know I mean? in the scene where he's getting tortured, and you're like, oh, he's going to die, and they use the smart blood to bring him back. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. If his team's like, oh, shit, he's dying. How can we use this awesome nanotechnology Instead, that it was just would to be use... unbelievably profitable for Britain if they had this technology? You know what I mean? Like, they could do it. It would be unbelievable. I'm like, let's focus on this. Fuck the the all that other shit with looking through cameras and watching people pee or whatever the fuck C's doing in his office. Let's let's focus on the smart blood and how that could just Wait. be like this cool new pathogen we put out. It's funny that like it they don't even use it for like the the one thing that it does, which is GPS tracking. Instead, he just like lies about the GPS tracking, where he's like, oh but, yeah, the, he might as well just not have put it in him. You know, right. well they like, use it. Why? They do use it at one point. Do they? They use it to, yeah. to, to, to like, for misdirection, right? But No, but th- don't they use it uh, in, like, he can see that he's, like, in Austria or something, and then Q lies about it, and then later yeah. he's like, oh, he meets up with hey, we have to make sure to, like, turn them off, because if we can find him, anyone else can find it. Right. Well, yeah, that that's, I mean, t- towards the end when, when mm. C is eventually onto them, he's like, they're like, hey, Bond is over here. We have to go save him. Like, that's when they eventually use it. They're like, he's in, what, what's that final destination that he's in? The final location that he's in. They're like, Bond's here. And oh, they're like, we got to go save him. And, and M's like, sorry, we can't fucking do anything because, like, we, we can go, see where he is. Go. And if we go, yeah, uh, M will, or uh, C will know. Somebody well, let Maybe they could all just drive a fleet of 1964 Austin Martins out there because you can't track those. We've learned that from Skyfall. Anyway, Wait, real quick, Nick, you keep mentioning that the the Photoshop job on um, his the his stepdad's face, and mm-hmm. I like looked it up. Holy shit, you are so right. Bad, like, the right? Photoshop one is here. I'm just. I'm Why didn't they just get an actor to stay in? I don't the kids know. Here, fine, I'm, I'm gonna sh- to, like, I can show it here. Hold on. There. It's very weird. It's just, very weird. It's off putting. I hate that. That's like my biggest pet peeve in movies. You see how like weird? Like, why is it? We Why can't not see. just put it okay, We can't see it. Oh, but oh you're right. I, it's, I can't don't worry, you. Kev. It's indelibly burned into my fucking brain. Because <laughs> that's my biggest. Andy, I don't know if that pisses you off or not, but bad Photoshop job in pictures. Like yeah. whenever they pick up the picture and it's supposed to be them when they're young and it's just a poorly comped face on with some with some like masks that are a little, like feathered at three. You're like, why didn't you feather it at ten? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why did you feather it at three? Yeah. Jesus Christ. If you laughed at that joke, ladies and gentlemen, you're a fucking Photoshop nerd. Um, <laughs> let's see. Q uh, shoots him up with the smart blood, cutting it. And then Q's like, I want to show you one last thing. Oh, he gives him an, uh, an Omega watch as well, which I always thought was cool because Omega always uh, gets the watches in there. And this one was, I believe, a Seamaster 300. And he goes, I want to show you one more thing. We get the uh, uh, the Aston Martin uh, nod where he's like, I told you to bring it back in one piece. And you're like, okay, you put the tech in there. Fine. I'll stop bitching about it. Everyone, don't fucking say anything in the comments. Nick. Has made his peace with this. It's totally fine. Uh, and then, I don't believe that for a lift. second. I guarantee you, before <laughs> this show ends, he's going to talk shit about that again. Because well, the car fucking comes back, and you're like, hey, Q. There we go. It's been 10 seconds. It's been 10 seconds. It's been a week. It's been a week, and the car's ready? Here we go. You know how long it takes to restore a car? Here we go. It's like two years it takes to get parts for that car. This is cute. This is cute. He doesn't have a bodywork guy down there. That's how smart you are. He is the bodywork guy. I don't have it. <laughs> I watch a lot of car restoration shows. This shit can take years, man. You try to get a fucking part for an old engine like that. I watch Top Gear, and they're like, "Man, we don't have the we don't have the parts of this car, but we got fucking nano machines we can put in this guy's blood." It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You're missing the point, Andy. If you put nano machines and ask the bar, and it defaces the value. It brings oh, the value shit. down to the car. Right. Anyway, um, instead of that though, we see a fucking. 
dope ass Aston Martin DB10 with all the trimmings. And he's like, we, we upgraded this shit and it was meant for you, but you sorry, dude, we got to give it to 009. Now, Tim, if you're asking yourself, Nick, do you fucking love it when they talk about the other double O's? I really do. It's I so really cool. do. Cool, man. It's awesome. It's Go awesome that there's other double O's out there. And if you remember Goldeneye, of course, 006 was played by um, Sean Bean. Not Sean. Yeah, Sean Bean. Yeah. Who was, uh, yeah, and he had a big, he, there's a whole kerfuffle. Yeah, yeah, that guy. And that was always cool. I was like, oh. And then I think in Living Daylights, there were other 00s too in the beginning of that. 009, like, oh. I read some trivia. I'm, I'm, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, on this one. But, like, he was an octopussy. 009. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Tim, will you be surprised if I thought it was called Dr. Octopussy? Oh, no, I wouldn't. There's Dr. No. Yeah, Dr. I, no. I was like, Doc Ock, I just mix it yeah. all up. Like, <laughs> it all up. Watch KFA yeah. from last week. You can see Andy <laughs> fuck, fuck that up and give me a hard on. All right, uh, uh, Tim, I, I just looked into it really quick. Andy Bradford played 009 in Octopussy. There we go. So there you go. Well, there it is. Um, I mean, again, you got we want to put a team together, put him together with another 00 for the next movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, so Ethan Hunt gets to hang out with Jeremy Renner. Hello. Yeah. Next yeah. movie. Smart. That Actually, that's a good point, right? Because she's the double. She's double oh seven. He has to come back. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be dope. It's gonna Ethan. be good. Ethan. Ethan. I can't wait. All right. They give him the Omega three hundred watch. Uh, when, and he alarms. And I, I didn't catch this the first time, but he talks about. He's like, "Hey, just a quick note on the watch. The alarm is quite loud." And I was like, "I thought he meant the alarm to the building because he knew he was going to steal the car." Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, oh, me that's too." Really good. Oh, no. but he didn't. He meant the well, alarm. Until you it. just said this right now, I didn't get. I didn't get that it was the alarm was loud on the watch. Oh, oh no, I totally got that, but I thought it was going to be like a piercing Blur. siren that, like, yeah. <laughs> like not in a your... fucking explosion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was like, oh, it's to break glass. I'm sure Me we'll too. see him later put it down, cover his ears, and be like, all right. Yeah, yeah. would have been no. cool. Um, hey, of also, course he... man, it's, what a disappointment he doesn't get any more gadgets. It's always like, here's one thing, and, uh, you know, all right, he gave him three gadgets. Blood. I can't, I can't wait until Nick talks about him using the ejector seat. <laughs> that made sense, though, because they had he, was, he put those in the car specifically as, and I like how they were sort of like thrown in there ugly, where the, why, where the switches were be, like. Why would it be ugly, though? When like I we've know. seen I mean, the ejector seat button before was that cool fancy one that's the red was, one you know on the it thing. Up and you hit and, the thing. And now yeah. suddenly he's mouth. just like, you know what? We don't have time to integrate this shit right, so we're just gonna put a fucking PCB panel just on the side here with a couple yeah. flip switches, and it's like what? And one of them, one of them just does fucking music. One of them, one of them just turns the radio on. It plays Frank Sinatra, which is hilarious. I love that. Here's what I'll say is the reason why they didn't have time to properly integrate it in, probably if I was his boss and I had to go through the books and look through what everyone spent their time on, I'd be like, why is everyone – why do you have five guys working on the fucking restoration of a 1964 Aston Martin? <laughs> God damn. What do, you do? what do you do down there? What do you do down there all day? You guys sit in your underwear, you drink fucking tea, and you just restore Aston Martins? Can I get that job? That sounds awesome. Did he stay in the same base from the last movie? No, it looked similar. I thought it was too, but maybe, but but I think it was a different. It was supposed to be a different location, but anyway, we'll move on. I've lamented about this enough. I think everyone gets it now, Tim. No, not a chance. (laughs) I think everyone understands my perspective. Uh, Let's see. Q tells him the smart blood is still, and he was like, "You got it. You got to do me more favor. You got to make me disappear." And then Q's like, "Fuck, dude." Fine. The smart blood is still in its developmental stage, so there might be some dropouts in the first 24 hours. And Bond looks at him and he goes, 48 hours? And he's like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. 
The next day, Money Penny comes to work and finds a gift from Bonds and flowers and a cell phone. Uh, Q comes to work and finds a surprise of his own that Aston Martin DD10 is fucking gone. But luckily, Bond left him what I can only imagine was a bottle of chilled uh, Bollinger. They don't they don't show the logo, but he made reference to that in the last couple. Ooh, of ooh, 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 uh, Andy it's, from kind of funny. It's at this moment that I <laughs> I realized I watched a TV edit. <laughs> Wait, you've this just done that time. before? Or this I, time? I walked. No, just this time. It's my only time I've ever watched a movie. I watched a TV edit. What? On Wait, TV? What? So you watched How? it on TV? No. How? I watched it on Hulu. <sighs> and Hulu has like Hulu through FX. Uh huh. And oh, so no. on the bottom right was an FX watermark the whole time, like yeah. FXM or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I remember uh, I was leaving the apartment yesterday and Barrett mentioned that, yeah, the movie's like two and a half hours long. And I turned it on and it was like, Ah, it's two minutes, seventeen minutes. That's not bad. Two hours, seventeen minutes. So they I shaved yeah, off two ten hours. minutes. Yeah, so they, they shaved off. I don't know what they shaved off, guys. <laughs> but, but there were several moments when, like, Batista dies and he goes, "Shit!" He goes, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> <laughs> it might have sounded better, actually. Yeah, it yeah. might have. The worst line read I've ever fucking heard. Oh really? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh let's see. Where are we here? Anyway, Q comes to work, finds surprise money over at Skiara's funeral. Bond spots Lucia uh, uh Schiara, Monica Bellucci's character, of course. And when he gets closer, he sees the back of a man's head and he's like, I know that fucking the back of that head. Uh, that I recognize this guy. But instead of just running up to him like, I fucking know you, motherfucker, he just hey. lets the guy kind of walk out. And he's like, all right, I guess maybe I wasn't hundred percent sure on that one. I do love that everyone's wearing Tom Ford sunglasses in this. They're fucking dope. Uh, Bond approaches Lucia and tells her that he's there to help her stay alive. He goes, I had the life expe- I hear the life expectancy for some widows can be very short, which I was like, was that a line from like an homage to Casino Royale's line where he's like, the life expectancy you see for 007s is short? And then I was like, nah, they're not that smart. No. Um, her bodyguards flank her and she takes off. And then she's like, she's like, look, man, we're all going to fucking die one day. We're going to go one day. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. It doesn't matter. And Bond's like, what? And then, the um, ways to die or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what they're then, about to fuck. Yeah. yeah uh, that night, Lucia goes home, pours herself a drink, and heads out of the pool. And I like the way this is shot, where she walks out and you see the two guys, the bodyguard, like the bodyguards, basically waiting to kill her out in the back, blurred out. They flank her, and then you hear two shots. And she turns around, and Bond's been standing behind her the whole time. He he just capped those guys. I, I like that she flinches. Cool. There's that moment of her like thinking, like, "Oh fuck, I got shot." Yeah, I think this, says, I think this uh, movie is shot really well and and edited well. That's one thing I I enjoyed about the movie. I think the I think the quieter scenes are decently edited. I think the action sequences just needed way more spunk in the funk. Except the Batista fight scene, that was the best. That yeah. that actually did like because I thought it was brutal. Uh, anyway, he dropped. Batista he, character is really dumb, and I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there in about five and. 15 seconds um she she talks about hey, this is a waste of your time there are 100 more who will come to kill her all you've bought me is five minutes and bond goes excellent time for a drink and you're like oh that's pretty cool man why don't you go in and like get to know this girl maybe take her on a date and maybe oh no just pin her up against the wall and start trying to be it's just i think they meant for this to be sexy but i'm like she just lost her husband she's terrified that some guys just tried to kill her and now there's a random guy that she met 15 fucking minutes ago who's trying to bang her who admitted to killing her husband how's he doing it because the answer is he's walking up to her like this yeah it's really crazy it's just not sexy at all give it oh that's good and it's like it's like what are you starting to work for me like like either kiss or don't kiss don't like kind of you know what i mean like yeah 
Anyway, she tells him that uh, they're meeting tonight to discuss the replacement for her husband at the Palazzo Cardenza. Um, and Bond's like, cool. And then they bang. And then after they bang, she's sitting there in like a garter belt and like a, a, a what do they call bustier? And I'm like, mm. Madonna. Um, and she's, he's like, listen, I call my buddy Felix Leiter and he's going to come pick you up. He's from the CIA and you're going to be okay. And I was so sad like, I didn't see him. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's put him back in the movies, man. Come on, guys. I know. Or, good, okay, back. I'll, I'll say this. I think he's when coming I, back for I, uh, No Time yes. to Die. When I was yeah. just saying that sentence, I was like, Maybe he did pop up, but I watched TV. <laughs> Maybe they cut it out. He did not. <laughs> I like that they uh, mentioned him though. Through lines are good, man. Commit yeah, it's him. kind of fun. And and then uh, they have a nice. Uh, he says, "Buona fortuna, Dona Lucia," which is good. Good luck. Good luck. Is that um, from a song? Way too long. Let's just say "Buona forte." Dona Lucia. That's not her last name, right? No, Dona means uh, lady. No, I know. Yeah, it means like ma'am. Ma'am. But yeah. the Lucia, it doesn't matter. Lucia is her first name. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, it was Lucia Scatta. Um, Lucia, I don't know how you say that, but I think it's Lucia. Uh, when we get there, he uses Scarra's ring to get past the security, but they're like, we're not fucking buying this. He's like, what's your name? He's like, Mickey Mouse. He's like, okay, fucker. I know that you're not one of the guys that are supposed to be in here, but go ahead, go on in. And then they go, I and then they have the. That. I didn't really. They, they knew he was coming. They knew. That's the only thing I can explain was that they were warned ahead of time that this guy's, this Bond guy's coming in there. I thought it was like a password. Me too. No. Me too. Oh, I. I... I also got the vibe that like they knew he was coming and they were just like we were told to like like let him through. Yeah, he says, "What's your name?" He goes, "Mickey Mouse." And then later he goes, "What's up, Mickey Mouse?" Like giving yeah. him yeah. like fuck and then, you. And then yeah, Bond that kills him. And then yeah, Bond fucks <laughs> like, him up fast. That guy thought he had the upper hand and he lost it really fast. No, yeah. But I will say that I will say that when that whole when the whole twist uh, occurs with um, Oberhauser or whatever, um, and he looks up and he's like. James, you know you're here. Was or that whatever. a twist? No, I mean, okay. Here's okay, the thing. Here's I'm the just thing. saying, like, so that moment, reveal. yeah. So that mo that reveal happened, and I kind of had to go back and be like, did I miss something? Nope, like, you didn't miss anything. No. Okay. Yeah. Nope. nope. Just very. He comes anything. out in shadows, and you're like, okay, is that going to be Mr. White? Is it going to be someone we've seen before? Is there a reason to have some level of? Everyone else in this fucking room is well lit, and this guy is just in shadows. No, it's just Christoph Waltz, which again is another one of those moments where, like, with in, Into Darkness, I forget who mentioned that, but it was like, there's supposed to be a big reveal, and everyone's like, uh, okay, this Con, is cool. Yeah. I guess it's Blofeld. Great. Who knows? But no, they call him Oberhausen. You're like, yeah, okay, I'm really confused now. It doesn't matter. Uh, they find this meeting in progress. They're talking about how much they're, they're owning shit. We got all this, all the drugs and all the cool look stuff. At all my, look at all my shit. And then uh, Oberhauser comes in, and everyone's like, oh, my butthole just tightened up because the boss is here. And he goes, listen, Scarra's dead. Someone else has to take a seat and go travel to Alta C. I don't know how to say that word. Uh, and kill the Pale King. And then uh, Senor Guerrera is like, I'll do it. And then and then Batista's like, and he's like, does anyone have a problem with that? And Batista comes in and goes, I do have, I have a problem with that. And in order to show you my problem, I'm going to fucking pluck this guy's eyes out, slam his head onto the desk, and then snap his neck, and then sit in his, in his desk. And I'd be like, if I saw that, I'd be like, you got the job. I'm not going to contest this because you're a fucking big dude. I, I feel like I would have been like, whoa, 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 whoa. This guy probably has jobs that he does. Like, yeah. Maybe, like, maybe senior... sit down, talk it out. Let me let me find yeah. out who's, who's going to finish all his paperwork. Most, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on. The guys, guys, piles taxes for Christ's sake. Um, let's see. Oberhauser. And then Oberhauser welcomes James Bond to the meeting. And he's like, it's been a long time. And Bond's like, oh, wait, 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 wait one, one more thing. Like, one more thing. Yeah. This guy, uh, Batista's character, what is his name? Like Hanks or something? Look, uh, I don't know. Hanks. Yeah, Hanks. yeah, sure. What, what the fuck's going on with the metal thumb, uh, the metal nails 
on his thumbs. Yeah, like, what's the same reason why he has though. a... Yeah, call call like, specifically. Yeah. Like, is that... But is that that's his power? You think that's his move? That's... Yeah, well, he I tried think... using it on James later. And James was yeah. like, no. I think this no. one gouges the eyes. This one does the bump of coke. You know, just a little bit of that. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Good douche. Yep. Andy, no. <laughs> All right, it's weird. It's, it's a weird. Again, it's one of those things where I'm like, do we need in the Bond franchise? Do we really need these villains to have like that that like iconic villain trait? Yes, we do. All right. I, well, I there just you go. feel like they should be cool. <laughs> like Jaws, you know, had, had metal, metal teeth. Had the metal teeth. And then he could bite through things. Yeah. Like that was cool. Odd job had the hat. You Blade know, hat. he threw it and it would just break mm -hmm. things. Yep. Why wasn't why why didn't they just make him Odd Job? Wasn't uh... he looked like Odd Job? He looked yeah. like a big Odd Job. Wait, Did you guys he... know that the guy that was in uh, that played the Odd Job parody in the Austin Powers movies went to jail for murder? Wait, I thought that was an actual Odd, Odd Job. <laughs> no, they got a different guy. It was an MMA fighter. It was like a UFC fighter. I did not know that. Yeah, I knew one yeah. of those guys. I thought I had it flipped, but that's yeah, it's sad. No, I think I don't know what the I don't know if the odd job was. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Um, Random. Let's see. Uh, oh, okay, so that all hell breaks loose and they get a car chase ensues, and it's the most boring car chase ever fucking created. Bond tries to use it's all the so buttons. long. Uh, Here's the thing, I, I don't think it was no the most ammo. boring thing ever created. I don't think that it was standout or anything. I thought I, the score was awesome here. I love this movie's commitment to like fuck it. We're gonna play the James Bond theme in every style imaginable. And like it does elevate the stuff to me, but uh, I, I thought that the way that the the chase was shot was interesting, but it's just they weren't doing anything interesting. I think <laughs> like I, I thought there were several ball. moments where like they get stopped by like just normal traffic, like some dude pulls out and it's like, oh, yeah. Batista's car got stuck behind that, and then another car come takes a, the corner, and it's like, oh, now now he's stuck behind a Fiat. Oh, he's putting the Fiat away. <laughs> This I think scene the most interesting it looked was like going down the staircases. Yeah, um, yeah, but even and, then, yeah, I... the, music, the music did elevate it a bit, but it still didn't. It didn't have that oomph to it. I don't know. It didn't have any suspense or tension built in it. It had all the tension and suspense that you would expect trying to find parking in San Francisco. That's how it, at one point, literally, he's like, "Oh, there's an old guy in front of me." Mm. Well, mm. that's I just push him. I'll push him into a parking spot. There we go. Anyway, Bond's like so. Th this is on his radar. Is, is hitting on such a low level that he's like, I gotta have something else to do right now. I'll call Money Penny and see where she's netted out with his whole Pale King thing. And he call he calls Money Penny and tells him that Tunisia and Hamburg and Mexico City, they're all linked to one organization. And Money Penny has figured out the Pale King is, that's right, Mr. White from Quantum. And the reason they said this, instead of just letting Bond discover this, because that would have been a really fucking cool reveal, where he's like, who's the Pale King? And he goes there and he finds Mr. White. And you're like, oh my God, it's Mr. White from Quantum and from Casino. And from like, I think he was maybe in Skyfall in a second. I can't remember. Um, I don't think so. The reason they said that was because I'm pretty sure nobody saw Quantum. And we're like, they're probably like, we're worried that nobody remembers who Mr. White I mean, is. It's, it's more than that. I watched Spectre in theaters. And I remember them doing this. I'm like, I guess he was in one of the other ones. But it was just like, he might not have been. It might have been like Blowfield. Yeah. Yeah. You know I just feel like watching like... him back to back, it would have been so much cooler to have that as a reveal. But you're right. I mean, I guess you need a little setup with it. Um, let's see. Bond tells her to check files on Overhauser before and after death. And she's like, whoa. And he's like, just fucking drop me. And then finally, he tries the exhaust button, which spits fire at Drax. And then uh, and then he shoots, uh, he tries the air button and it shoots him out into the ejector seat. And then uh, oh, Drax looks at the fucking car. And he's like, well, he must be dead because this guy's in the lake. So it's totally fine. But no, he's not dead. He just lands on the street above. And as he lands, it is that cool thing where he takes the, the love it. Like, hits I love the thing, it, takes man. it off. And he's like, hello. I, I hope that from now on he does that in every single movie. 
I want cool. at least one scene where he does he just that. Does that I, I just time. love how quiet it is. I love yeah. how like how you know it isn't this loud ass fucking parachute. You know, I guess I'm so I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty whenever you drop out of the plane. <laughs> but it's just like it was so silent, just, just, just so casual. Like, all right, bro, I'm out, dog. Uh, Money Penny looks up Oberhauser and finds some old news articles about a uh, father and son killed in an avalanche. Uh, meanwhile, in Tokyo, C is giving a rousing speech to pull all the country's surveillances on, uh, put them all on steroids. Thankfully, the resolution does not pass, but M gets alerted to a, the car chase in Rome and calls Q to be like, where the fuck is Bond? And then Bond and Q is like, I'll cover. For, he's here, man. He's in Chelsea. And I'm like, I love Chelsea. That's a great little part of London. Uh, Bond, of course, is not in Chelsea. He's in Austria. He's gone to see the Pale King. Uh, and again, I think it would have been cool if they had let this be a reveal, but I get it. No one fucking remembers Quantum and don't remember Mr. White at all. Uh, when he gets there, he finds Mr. White um, and he finds him basically in his secret little masturbatorium downstairs where he's just like, I'm, I'm here, man. I got all these screens and this is where I spy his, on people. His secret. What was that one more time? Mm-hmm. Masturbatorium. It's a special place. It's a special yeah. just, for, just to. Jesper Christensen has now uh, played Mr. White in three Bond films, giving him the most appearances of the same villain in the franchise's history. It's pretty cool. Uh, and I like this actor. I think he's good at what he does. But here we find him. He's been poisoned by thallium for disobeying Oberhauser. And he's like, man, the game is the game. But man, this guy fucking took it too far. And it's like, bro, you were fucking horrible. You no, have done you're a bad horrible person. shit. There is nothing this other guy could have done. You literally convinced a woman that the love of her life was in mortal peril and then that guy you just employed that guy to go do it to multiple other people yeah, that's that the really worst thing that was a bad thing you're a fucker and then you know yeah you're a piece of shit anyway uh he gives mr he's like i'm not gonna he's like i'm not gonna trust you and bond's like why would you be hiding here why would you be hiding here you must have a daughter and he's like good job good you figured but it out he, it's like, he, that's he, weird. there's so many steps that before weird. that like it, it was like someone doing what is it, a, a cold reading but being really bad where it's like Maybe your wife? No, okay. Your wife left you a long time ago. Perhaps it's your son. You don't have a son, okay? The daughter. Oh, that's what it is. I knew it all along, and it's like, yeah. all right, Step, stepdaughter, masturbatorium. So yeah. I know. And it's one of those things where, you're like, so he makes the leap in logic that this guy would have died a long time ago, or not for the fact that what? Oh, he must love his daughter so much. Not that he's just the most rotten villain ever and wants to live. This guy, that's I would have been like, you're just clearly fucking holding on to life because you're trying to figure out a way to save yourself because you're a fucking horrible villain who wants to live. Doesn't matter. Um, let's see. He goes, I can save your daughter. And he's like, I don't trust you. And because he gives him the gun, he goes, here's my trust, and gives him the gun. And he's like, oh wow, you shouldn't have done that because you fucking pissed me off and fucked up a lot of my life. Like I probably wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for you, no, Bond. Like not, everything up. Not. So I should shoot you Wait, and then shoot myself. Whatever. Really quick, what happened? Like what happened with him? He like somehow. There was something that that uh... he said he was poisoned by thallium in his no, cell phone. No, I yeah I understand that part, but I'm saying like why was there a disconnect between him and Spectre? Like because he said that Ober he said that Blofeld was too intense, too hardcore, and he had to he had to leave because he was worried for that the guy would. I, I think the the implication was he was worried that the guy would use his daughter against him. Yeah, he basically he basically said like yeah I I, I fucked up I kind of crossed him you know yeah. Mm. Um, and so now he's there and Bond's like, okay, cool. And then uh, another great little ambiguous moment where, you know, you know, we see the camera. Bond's already seen the camera, but luckily this whole thing's being recorded. And uh, Mr. White won't snitch on his because he's protecting his daughter. But then Bond convinces him and he goes, fine, you know what? Try, if you want to find my daughter, maybe try the Hoffler Clinic. And it's like, no, she's there. Like, why are we being cryptic about this? And then he goes, she can lead you to L'American. Why don't you just tell me it's a fucking hotel? In, Who is uh, Lamar Khan? 
Remember? Why don't you just tell me it's a hotel in Tangent? Like, just write down the information of where it is. I don't need your daughter. Like, I don't yeah. even need her at all. We can leave her out of this completely. Just <laughs> tell me where the fucking hotel is. Mm-hmm. Or, better yet, you know all the information in the hotel. Just give me the coordinates to Blofeld's fucking uh, base, and I'll just drop a fucking bomb on it. Problem solved. I'm Problem sure they. Solved. I'm sure there there were context clues that would have led the viewer to believe that Lamericon was a person. But to me, I always just thought it was a location. Because it so sounds like America. Yeah, and then they well, have... It also sounds they have, like they the American. The reveal. Yeah, they have the reveal, though, where it's like, uh, it's oh, a it's American. It's not a, it's not a person. I was like, oh, I never thought it was. <laughs> like, it, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, no, totally I, with you. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was a dude. Bond searches. Anyway, he gives him the gun, and then he gives him the height. He's like, you're a kite dancing in a hurricane, Mr. Bond. And then he goes, you know what you should do, though, before this is maybe wipe all the security footage that I've that I've recorded. Like, you would think maybe you do that in case anyone, you know, comes to kill me like fucking Batista, who you've already seen is on his way. So maybe just wipe that. So you don't think it was a live feed already connected into the system that they were putting together? No, because someone because C goes back and watches it later. Right. Or someone goes back and sees it later. So it's like you think that they played back for the footage. I don't know. Maybe well, yeah, but I, I was just matter. assuming that like that system that they were integrating worldwide was already why, kind of. Why would you to... need it to be alive? I guess maybe it's a live feed. So if you leave well, I mean, the yeah, I mean, they record the live feed, like what we are now. Either way, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. Uh, M and C walk through the new intelligence building, which is dope as fuck. But he's like, "Oh, the government didn't pay for this. This is all private money." And I'm like, "That seems like a that's a bad idea. <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't let private money." have an investment in CIA, something like that. You know, like we probably wouldn't do that. Anyway, maybe we did. Who knows? Uh, and he's like, he's like, listen, man, when this thing goes online, it's going to be God tier surveillance. And M tells him that it's not, it's not about the info. It's how you use the info, right? It's not the size of your dick. It's how you use it. And so he's like, no, it's the size too. Like the size kind of matters a little bit because uh, double O's are outdated. And M tells him, he's like, you get, they got a license to kill, but it's also a license not to kill, Whoa. which I was like, oh, okay. profound. But like, cool didn't we, I was like, doesn't cool everyone moment. have a license not to kill, though? What's that? Like, I feel like this is going to your thing about, like, this is just Skyfall again. Like, we got that same thing last time with James Bond talking to Q. We was just yeah. like, trigger, pull yeah. the trigger, or when not to pull the trigger. Yeah. That's like, what, yeah. Right. We got that literal same line. It's But Tim, mind. they were expanding on it now, you know what I mean? It's just giving us more info. It's it's like, it's, it's, I swear way. to God, it's like somebody read the script for Skyfall but didn't realize they made a movie out of it and mm. then just stole moments of it and, and put it in Spectre. Mm. And then Sam Mendes was like, this all seems so familiar. Why do I know all this? <laughs> and Roger Deakins calls him and he goes, it's because we fucking made that movie already. It's called Skyfall. It was dope. Our <laughs> damn had blonde hair. And I just don't remember it. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, fuck. I don't know. That was last year. Anyway, uh, C tells him you still can't control your agents, man. He plays back the conversation between Money Penny and Bond, and he's like, "Dude, you're fucking, you're, like, you got a bug and all the MI6 agents." And he goes, "We watch everyone." And I'd be like, "That's illegal. You got to stop. I'm gonna no, call something." Call that's that. in America. It's illegal. UK, they're totally fine with that. They got bugs everywhere. Uh-oh. That's fair. Uh, Batista finds Mr. White's body being eaten by crows and spots the camera, and uh, the whole thing was recorded. Bond heads to the Hoffler Clinic high up in the mountains, uh, which is looks uh, very similar to the location in uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of that movie happens at the top of the, I think, the Alps. Um, Bond finds Dr. Madeline Swan, who is played by Leah Sudo, uh, who is sort of, a, I guess, a therapist for super rich people. I don't know what she's doing at this clinic. No one, no one but does. It's weird. Bond's like, you know, you spent a long time doing actual real work. She's like, he's like, I think you're hiding out. And then she goes, oh, I think you're a fucking orphan. And he's like, whoa, <laughs> how'd you know that? <laughs> Only whoa. one person called me up. Yeah, that's crazy. Apparently, you're really good have... at your job. Yeah, wow. I didn't like. Maybe I should 
I'll sign up for three sessions a week. Let's fix me. Anyway, um, I will say she has a uh, she has a, a a teardrop just immediately dropped down her eye when they're having that conversation, and it was just like so death stranding. Like, <laughs> I just had like an immediate sort of response to it. Um, she asked him. He she he filled out all the forms, but he didn't fill out what he does for a living. And he says it's not the kind of thing that looks good on a form. And she goes, "What do you do?" He goes, "I kill people." And then she immediately knows. She's like, "What? Did, what? Where is my dad? What's going on? Did he send you here?" And he goes, "No. He call, I'm gonna. I'm here from your dad." I'm here to protect you, but I need to know what Lamericon is. And at this point, I'd be like, it's a hotel in Tangiers. Get the fuck out. Are we good? Can mm-hmm. you get out? Mm-hmm. But she's like, I'm going to be coy about this because this hotel literally means nothing to me. To her, it was just a place that she used to go on vacation with her parents once a year. Well, that was okay. it. But later, it's revealed that she has very fond memories at this hotel. It's not that it means nothing. But like, she if very I cl- came... remember, there's the scene where he's like sitting oh, yeah. there and he's like, "Sorry," and then he starts breaking everything. But it's not of such global importance that if someone came to me and said, "Hey, I may or may not have killed your dad. I want to know what La American is," that I would be like, "I have to hide this information from you." I'd be like, "It's a hotel." Are we good? I gave you everything you want. Don't torture me. Don't kill me. I'm don't scared. kill my yeah. hands. Just it's a hotel. It means yeah. It's like when I used to go to the the Hilton in Laughlin, Nevada, and I people are like, where'd you spend your summers? And you're like, the fucking Hilton, Laughlin. I went to it's Laughlin. It's just like that. Yeah, just we like used that. to have a little tandem sport uh, wave, uh, wave runner, and we just would hop on it. And I was so fat. And then when my parents later in life they didn't come with me, me and my brothers used to smoke cigarettes on it, and we would hop on it. And I was so fat. It's to the point where I, I had to. Oh, go, like, I thought I thought that's what you said. I thought you were saying like the. the that it was so fast. Yeah. And I was no. like, did you say oh. fat or fast? Oh, no. I thought you were saying it, it was, was fat, so fat. Like PH. No. And I was like, oh, no, dude. Yeah, I was so fat that I used to be embarrassed to take off my shirt and have to put the life vest on because you had to wear legally, you had to wear a life vest. That I'd wear the shirt underneath it. And then you'd get, I would call it water, but really it was tits, tit stains of the sweat underneath the tits. God. Okay. Let's. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. This whole thing happens so fast. Bond goes gets kicked out and he goes down to the bar to order a drink and then Q meets in there. He's like, give him the fucking the, the butt flusher or whatever the hell the drink was. Yeah, it was the and butt he tells flusher. Bond, That's it. He, he tells Bond that Franz Oberhausen is dead and then all hell breaks loose. And then Bond goes, here, just pour this down the drain. We'll skip the middleman. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Bond goes outside and he sees. Uh, <laughs> Do you think that guy was just like, what the? They didn't even fucking pay. Fuck them. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, like, they didn't leave me a tip. What the fuck? Maybe it's a country we don't tip. I don't know. I'm always weird about that when I travel. Let's see. Bond sees, uh, goes outside and he sees Bond, uh, 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 Drax just kidnapping the girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that happened very fast. And then. Way too fast. He was like, he's like, listen, uh, here's the ring. Q, you got to go fucking go look into this ring. And Q's like, good. Luckily, I brought this cool pad with me that analyzes metal. I didn't, Q strikes I me as the guy that, that always carries weird pads that he's he probably has another one that analyzes poop. You know, it's like how Kevin, when Kevin used to go with us, uh, when it was just me My go bags, and yeah. Kevin and he had a go bag and I'd be yeah. like, Kevin, I need a very obscure USB cable that was it. only made from 1991 yeah. to 1992. And Kevin's yeah. like this one. And I'd be like, Kevin's always holding USB, like USB, a printer cables on him. <laughs> but he would always do this. He'd always go. He would just have it in his hand and go this one. And it would unroll. And I'd be like, that's fucking cool. Way to do that. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, anyway. Bond says he saw Oberhausen. He died 20 years ago. Who the fuck cares? We'll go on. Uh, he spots Batista. Security guards. And he beats a shit out of two security guards, and one of them goes to get up, and he goes, "No." Yeah. Like no. And the guy's like, "All right, you know what? You're right. I, you're <laughs> right." Like, I, yep. You this know what? Clearly, way over my paper. Yeah. Roll yeah. I'm out of my depth. I'm out of my depth. I did one jujitsu class, and then I got this job, and I never went back. So you. 
you good me be bad me bad <laughs> uh let's see and then uh this action scene is fucking terrible in my opinion there's a part where they're gonna shoot her up with a drug and then she turns on the guy and then and then drax it goes well, i'm pointing a gun at you so don't do that again and she's like okay and then bond chases after them with a plane and i was like what's 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 the what's the end game here yeah with this plane I kind of honestly, I I think I zoned out quite a bit during this scene. It's boring. It's so horrible, yeah. for sure. Wait, wait, I, real I quick though, this is them trying to up the ante and trying to have like some big set piece moments that are similar to something like Mission Impossible or Fast and Furious, and it it's not that this is another example. Of me. I don't think any of the action scenes is bad. I just don't think that it stands out at all. It just kind of is happening, and you're like, all right, cool. They don't. And if I, you told me Bond stops a cavalcade of bad guys with a plane, I'd be like, that sounds cool. But the way they implement it is just like not. He just kind of flies low and they kind of just like veer off the road. Yeah. So boring. I, and I, again, it's one of those where I'm like, why did you just have the fucking Aston Martin here? Wouldn't that be smart to have him have the fucking car here? Like Q pulled up in the Aston Martin and he stole Q's car. That would have been cool. And yeah, then they can actually have a car chase. Sorry, Kevin. What's, what's up? up, Kevin? Oh, I just wanted to say, like, there is like uh, Bautista's gun is like a double barreled 1911 45 caliber, like huge fucking gun i don't know if you guys noticed yeah, that, where that it has that the cool. two parallel barrels it's got a double barrels yeah he, i do like, I, shoots I, through shit yeah and it's that's, like, uh, that's pretty rad that's a cool gun i want to say that uh in that first car chase uh i was like if this was fast and furious but would be driving a goddamn monster truck <laughs> like, yeah, after, <laughs> after bond and the aston yeah. martin uh and uh, then bond. one more i oh, just one Go more on. thing we have that scene where uh q is on the uh what the, the lift thing the gondola the gondola with the with the, the weird guy who's clearly a bad guy clearly a bad guy and then you're he, a bad guy when they get down he tries to get off and then another bad guy walks in and a bunch of other people and it's just like what is this and then when they get off like he can sneak out and it's just so stupid it's unnecessary yeah. it, it's a lot a lot of this the secondary action in this i'm like you just should have just cut that out this is dumb. Cut it out for time. We didn't need to hit 217. We could have hit two hours. This would have been fine. But I digress. Bond uses the uh, the plane to somehow stop three cars, and he ends up crashing through a barn. And I'm like, all right. And he doesn't kill anyone except for one of the henchmen. But Batista gets pushed through a window, but he's fine. And Bond shoots one of the guys in the car and then doesn't bother to just put another cap in Batista just for shits and giggles. I'd be like, I don't know if this guy's dead or not, but bah, bah, bah. Why not? You know, he's clearly a bad Batista guy. It was weird because they showed him violently fly out the, the front of the mm -hmm. car and hit the thing, and then we, we get the shot of, oh, he's still alive. Yeah, hand. It was weird. It's yeah. like, it just feels like it doesn't fit this universe. Yeah. They, yeah, it's very strange. Anyway, they meet back up at Q's um, hotel room later, and he's analyzing the ring, which I guess I didn't quite grasp what this was. And to be honest, and I hate it, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say this, I didn't bother to go back and watch it again. Evidently, it's a hard drive with with the names of all of the people in Spectre in it, because it had Lashif nice and it had all these people, had the pictures. So from well, this, they di they divine that the whole network's called Spectre or something, and then she goes, it's called Spectre. And you're like, how did you know that? And he's like, well, my dad was in it, and he talked a lot about Spectre, so I just been putting two and two together here, right? What was it, Kev? Do you remember? Do you know what it was? No, I, I mean, I, I thought like, w were they taking fingerprints off the ring? I, I thought that was all no, very confusing. No, I, I thought, I thought, uh, yeah, I thought they were using like bio, whatever the fuck, to, to oh, like DNA. But why would there be who had been? Who'd like been wearing that them? at any point? So yeah. But why would so every chief apparently wore one? <laughs> I but like, why no would idea. he? Why would all those guys wear the same ring? That doesn't make any sense. That's a good question. Yeah, I didn't that think that about didn't make it. Much I sense. Like, all right. 
so all these people, every time they die, they just maybe they die and they take over for each other, but they serve very different purposes. Skiara was an assassin. Lashif was an accountant. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, they they get a lot of we get a, pl- a lot of plot ex- exposition here. Uh, Spectre, by the way, Quantum was a member of Spectre, just an offshoot. And they're like, great, fuck it, let's throw that away. Um, let's see. Uh, Swan's not happy. They argue, but then all of a sudden she's like, I trust you, Bond. She's like, I don't want any part of this world. And she's like, but oh no, that's later. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Mr. White, Quantum, all part of the organization, headed by Franz Oberhausen, who was still alive. Not really. Uh, sure. Uh, what anyway, the name? The organization <laughs> Andy, Andy Cortez. Then, kind of funny. Yeah, Andy. I have an. Uh, I'm looking up an explanation right here for the ring and the DNA uh, issues. It says one of one of the biggest plot holes. Uh, the ring, the Spectre ring, identifying previously encountered Spectre members, explained Q's analysis. If you freeze frame it, it is supposed to indicate the ring is made of iridium, which is an extremely rare element known for having high density and resistance to corrosion. Toxicology from the shown members was to indicate traces of the element discovered in autopsy, which is how Q links it together. Apparently, Mendez left out the exposition, exposition in the scene because outside of the members, it's basically telling you information you already know, that Obenhauser is the head of Spectre. It, it's like interesting that, like, they're saying, like, I, all the white gold rings, they're covered in iridium. So it's, I, that doesn't seem super rare, you know? No. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any part, part about this. People have the same question we do. It's like, yeah. how does how does the ring match eight it, bad guys? <laughs> at least I guess it makes sense. They, they had scanned the, the autopsies of all these dead people. See, it was good that Bond killed them all, you know? Yep. Uh, anyway, so I think Q tells him the name of the organization is Spectre, and then um, and then he's like, well, "We still got to find this Lamericon." And then uh, uh, Madeline's like, "It's not. That's not a person. It's a hotel. It's a place. I'll, I'll take you guys there. It's in Tangier. You could have probably fucking Google searched that, and it would have been one of the only pipe." things that came up doesn't matter uh that's where tangier Mr. White... by the way sounds like a place that johnny ace would go to oh 100 yeah. <laughs> if you I google tangier it's beautiful it's gorgeous yeah, yeah. i mean they, i think they shot that scene there where they're walking up because we see the next scene where they're walking up that street and it looks gorgeous that's where they grow tangerines that's actually where the tangerine was invented wow yeah crazy. drunk dude yeah. an orange and a lemon and he just got them to fuck he <laughs> was like you guys know you've been wanting this for years <laughs> just give in, give in. <laughs> sprinkles a little bourbon on top of him he's like, Come on, let's lubricate this all right uh let's see uh, she tells bond they go to the hotel and it's this fucking rundown piece of shit hotel but she tells bond it's like this is a place where my my dad and my mom used to come all the time and then after they broke up we my dad used to come here all the time Bond's like, that's a lovely story. But then he starts tearing the fucking place apart. I like he that he apologizes and he's like, all right, dude, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I have to do this. Yeah. Uh, they get drunk and Bond's like, I think it's this is usually the time when women fuck me. And then Swan's like, I'm not going to do that. That's weird and creepy. You come near me and I'll fucking kill you. And Bond's like, well, you're really drunk right now, but I'll let you sleep it off. There you go. Then she uh, gets into a nighty at some point. Some point she gets into a sexy nighty and Bond's like, yeah, did I put you in that? You'll never know. Maybe that's weird and creepy. Yeah, this uh, whole part know. is very, very odd. Uh, I, I think especially because it's like her her mood changed so drastic. And obviously she's drunk and, you know, your spirits change or whatever. But She's also been trying to – someone tried to kill her. She's had a traumatic yeah, experience. But, but it's just like she she's so drastically changed it's almost like they're two different people from one scene to the next. And I feel like just the, the acting there and what they were trying to convey with her character was so inconsistent. But she also like, we see her lay down and go to sleep in this like white nurses looking outfit. And then she wakes up in a little nighty, and it's just like, when did that transition? That was weird. 
Yeah. I will say though, um, just as a positive note, I do like the costume design. Aside from this part, uh, I like what they're all wearing, especially when they go to the desert and it's like desert wear. It's kind of a throwback mm-hmm. to like sixties, seven, like sixties style clothing. He wears that sort of like brown suit, which normally I wouldn't like, but it looks really fucking cool. Um, anyway, uh, later that night, Bond sees a rat, and, and then it goes through a hole, and he's like, "Oh shit, I didn't even think maybe there's a hidden wall here." Even though, like, literally, there's always a hidden wall. That'd be the first. By the way, if I go. To a place where a spy used to spend all of his summers, I'd be like, there's a hidden wall somewhere. Yeah. That's not the first only, thing. It's not only the hidden wall thing, but like rats just go through holes when there's not a hidden wall. Yeah, exactly. It's true. It's true. It's the true. Wall. Also, he spills the water and all the water kind of like goes that way. That, what is that, that makes no sense. That, that just Kevin. makes the, the floor is not leveled at that point. Kevin, right. it's, like, it's like in The Last Jedi when they're in the cave and they're like, where are the ice foxes going? Mm-hmm. There's a hole somewhere here. We have to go find it. That's what this and is. And they find out the it's hole is too. really yeah. small and they need someone with yeah. the force. Remember? You know, it's funny too in that one. They had It's a rebel base. So you'd think they'd oh, have, here we go. Of, <laughs> have some sort of map of that base. Because they didn't because they just left that weird anyway all right uh Wait, so also, goes- really quick it was it was it wasn't like a hidden door they had just closed that it was room just, off yeah. and patched it off completely that's not that's not practical yeah, I have, I have it like, yeah robert de niro from uh meet the parents in there like doing his little oh yeah his little <laughs> like, you milk me? that was Could cool you milk when me? they opened up the rv and it was in there remember that remember yeah, that um it is it did bring up the question i was like who how do you get into this room? Well, that's the thing. You like at some point, uh, Mr. White was like, "I'm never coming here again." And then I imagine he put on his, you know, like shitty jeans and patched it all up, mm-hmm. made sure it looked nice. Shitty jeans. Mm-hmm. Well, because you don't want to get that stuff on your normal <laughs> yeah, pants. Yeah. Every dad, every dad's got a pair of those I, jeans. Yeah. The jeans that I fix stuff in. Kevin my only eye. ever wears that. I messed, I messed them up recently. It sucks. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Uh, <laughs> so Bond just decides to take his fist to the wall and he bursts through a god like a goddamn marauder, uh, and then he finds this old school cool again another Metal Gear Solid moment I feel here where it's like this is a cool like spy lab spy mm-hmm. office. Uh, he finds a tape of Vesper Lin's interrogation. I was like, we didn't need that. We did not need well, that. And but... He doesn't even watch it too. He just no, looks he's like, it, I'm he's done. Like, nope. uh, and, and then Madeline finds it. Doss on it. Madeline finds some coordinates, and then Bond fires up a really cool old computer, and he goes, Mr. White was scanning for a particular satellite phone he was trying to find Oberhauser, uh, and he sent Bond here to finish the job, is what he says. And I'm like, well, I don't know about that, but again, we all know that everyone's looking for Oberhauser. Like, this is the main thing. This is not necessarily a reveal, but I guess the coordinates are where they're supposed to go. And then suddenly, Madeline, after literally saying, I don't want any part of this life, goes, I'm coming with you. And he's like, really? And she's like, yeah, I really want to know what happened to my father. And he goes, well, I, I, I told you what happened. Your dad fucking killed himself because he was a spy and a bad guy. Bad guy. So just go. Just leave. But he's like, okay, fucking cool. Let's go. Let's go on the train because I want to bang you again. Or I want to bang you at some point. Um, anyway, they track the satellite coordinates in the middle of nowhere in the African desert. Uh, and then another terrorist attack in Cape Cod happens, which over in London. You know, oh, guess what, guys? Another terrorist attack. We got to fucking fire up Nine Eyes. And it's like, it's finally official. It's been sanctioned. And M didn't get the meeting invite because they didn't invite him. And he's like, ooh. Um, and the new system goes live goes live <laughs> in 72 hours. And it's like, why not just fucking put it live now? Why 72 hours? <laughs> if there was a terrorist attack, put it live now. Um, anyway. I feel like this movie does that a couple times where it's like, why is there a timeline on? It's like when later when Blowfield gives the bomb, it's like, why even give him time? Right? right? Damn, I fucking Especially- hated that. It's so, that's such like, that's so 
Austin Powers, like Doctor Evil video game shit where like what when he eventually gets to her in that little room like i expected there to be alligators or something in there like you know yeah. like it was so tropey man Dude, and speaking of video game shit there's this scene too where like the, when him and the girl escape the the thing that's about to blow up like mm-hmm. that blowfield's little lair and there's yeah. just guns on the floor everywhere he's yeah. just like picking it up changing his ammo deciding what gun he wants to, to hold on to <laughs> like oh this one's this one's rare let me get that one <laughs> the, the the way they get out of that we'll talk about more than we get there but yeah right, we'll get mind. there because yeah, it's yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. um okay so anyway so bond i guess against his better judgments they go on a train and bond gives swan a gun he's like she's like what if i shoot you by mistake and he goes it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> remember that money penny stay at your fucking desk Never go back out of the field again. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to get back to that. Fucking terrible. Just stay there and answer the phone. That's safe. That is a wondering. safe place for you to be. Anyway, he tries to give her a quick tutorial on how guns work, but she we, we get the fucking – she's like, I fucking know, bro. My dad was a bad motherfucker. So she like, she does the cool thing. She I, cocks it and goes boo, boo, boo. And it's like, all right, you could have just said you know how to shoot to, to prove that she knows how to shoot guns, she removes the magazine and like unchambers the bullet. Like that doesn't seem like a hard thing. I feel like you guys could figure that out. You know? Nah, like, I'd be like, Tim's never handled a gun saying, before. Oh, the tip of the gun, the bullet was – Yeah. No, but yeah. it's the way she did Front it. Front side, back yeah. side. She did it in a way that looked really cool and sleek, and it was like, she just looking at it. She wasn't even looking at the gun. She just all did it, and it was like, okay, she knows what she's doing. This girl's this girl's been around the battlefield once or twice. Once or twice. Uh, real quick, did you guys notice who that that girl is? Someone in the chat just said, it and I totally forgot about that. What, Le- like, uh, Le- Leah Sadow? Yeah, she's yeah, in. Fra- she was fragile in. Uh... I made that. I already said. Oh, that. you did that. Yeah, she was oh, fragile. Sorry. What? I'm sorry. Oh, she Stranding? was fragile in Death Stranding. Yeah. I, I said that like the tear fell down her face, which like always happened in Death Stranding. Oh, cool. Uh, but also from Mission Impossible. Fun, uh, yeah, she was the the fun. record store person, right? In the beginning of it. No, no, no. She was the. Oh, she, was awesome. she was the agent in the uh, in the building, the Burj Dubai, the the uh, Burj Khalifa. Oh, fuck, that's oh, right. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, she was good in that. She was the one that was like brokering the deal. Yeah, she's the one then, who had the glasses that like saw the or the, the guy yeah, saw the, her the as the killer. Printer. The yeah, and Paula Patton like, beats, like throws her out of the fucking. Yeah. We should go back and watch Mission Impossible. I know. Let's do it again. Movies, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what a oh. good movie, man. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she tells a story about how some guy came to kill her dad one time, and but he didn't know there was a cabinet. He keeps a gun under the kitchen sink, and so she killed that guy's ass, and that's why she hates guns. And she and killed beach. that guy's ass. Whatever. Uh, Q and Money tell, tell M where Bond is, and but M's like, dude, we can't track him. Wait, Don't you turn everything off because if C knows it, then everyone knows it. Sorry, one, one more question. She she did kill that person that came with the gun. Yeah, that's okay, why she hates all this thing. She was forced to kill a guy. I thought later uh, when uh, Bloomfield was like, I came to visit once. I thought he was implying that he was that dude. Maybe, but I and maybe she was like, I don't remember that. And he's like, I remember it. Well, maybe. Who knows? This movie's ambiguous, to say the least. Um, let's see. That night, Bond and Madeline meet in the dinner car, and both of them look fucking amazing. Um, and she's like, you shouldn't stare. He's like, you shouldn't look like that. And I was like, oh, fucking, right. I love that. Yeah. I love it so much. Because mm-hmm. it was one of those things, I'm like, why? Again, she looks man, great in the scene. older than ever. I still don't buy this whole, you can get anyone you want. And then he does things like that. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'd fuck you right now. Yeah. And then they order they order vodka martinis dirty. And I'm like, oh, I see where this is going. Mm. And then she asks him why he chose to be an assassin. He's not even sure he had a choice. Can you, can you imagine being the fucking waiter in this scene where she's like, I'll take a, ma- a martini dirty. And he's like, 
Same. And the waiter's like, they're going to fuck. They're gonna, <laughs> yeah. These guys are going to fuck right now. I'm sure waiters deal with that sort of stuff all the time. <laughs> oh, sure, when, I used sure. to, when I serve food, I, we would absolutely spot that. We'd go back like, these two are going to fuck. Or more likely, because I used to serve food at the Irvine Spectrum, I'd be like, that dude is with a prostitute. That woman is working. Anyway. Um, wait, wait, people take prostitutes to like nice restaurants? Escorts. You have to take them to dinner first, apparently. You have to? Whoa. Because the sex, I guess, is optional. Who knows? Yeah. We used to see it all what? the time. Well, no, isn't it? Isn't it that it's prostitution if you just fuck them? So you have to like take them on a date. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's also you know prostitution what? if you take like you know if you, there's you know, money you know involved, in the movies, right? Kevin. Twenty years, you know, you know what I mean, Sam. You know, in the movies, in the movies when uh when they're like, all right, we're about to do the super illegal deal, but it but I have to be your lawyer for this, so you have to give me right. a dollar. Yeah. Give right. me a dollar right now, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. can so that I can't be forced yeah. to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect example. Uh, anyway, uh, they order. She asks him, and he goes, "I don't know. I don't know. Why I'm doing this." And she tells him he always has a choice. As they drink, and then they drink to that. And then Bond is a cool little shot where Bond sees Batista coming up on his six through the little like uh, silver uh, plate cover, and he's like, "I'm gonna fuck this guy up." And Batista's Dude. like, "No, you're not." Yeah, no. Does not even have time to react like that. It's the quickest start to a fight scene I've ever seen. And I appreciate it. He's it's fucking great. Right. And then the train just gets destroyed. Also, James Bond movies love trains. They really there do. A train in every fucking movie. There was definitely a train in Skyfall. They fought on top of it. Yeah, and there was cool. one in Casino Royale for sure. I, I, don't know I just one love it. It's, this fight yeah. scene is fantastic, and I love how the music is just pulled out of everything. Yeah. yeah. The music it's is brutal. pulled out, and it's just <laughs> fucking hard-ass hits, and it's totally the the smaller, cunning, quick guy against the big, beefy, fucking brooding I, guy, and it's just awesome, dude. But I, I don't feel like we, we see that. I feel like we see this guy just beating the shit out of him and, like... It, to me, it seems like uh, 007. Oh shit! Sorry, is not uh, like he he doesn't stand a chance. No, I mean th- no. There he gets some hits in. Like there are he some gets moments. some hits in, but they're not yeah. doing shit. Like it is Batista uh, like very it. much grabbing and that's him around, I love it. And, and and I think it was cool. I just think that the ending of it is really disappointing. Where it's just like, oh, I guess he died. Like it would have been cooler if it was like, oh no, he just got his fucking like arm ripped off, and he's definitely gonna die. You know, instead of just so, like, maybe we'll see him in the next movie. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe he's he going to come back and bite through some fell. shit like Jaws. Well, I, just I just didn't like the shit. Like, it, it felt like they didn't have him say anything the entire yeah. movie just to have that moment. And it was yeah. just like, we really didn't need did, a comedic beat here, especially so poorly delivered by yeah. Dave Batista. That's true. Nick, Nick, did Oddjob also not speak? I don't remember him speaking a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that, that just, was... Like, I don't understand why they didn't make him Oddjob. Was, wasn't Oddjob's uh, Blowfield's dude or was he Goldfinger's dude? I think it was Goldfinger's dude. Because eh, I think that odd job is from Goldfinger. Okay. Is this uh, the is this the final movie until yeah until next year? Yeah, oh, until no yeah. time to die. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, great. Okay. Either way, uh, Lisa Do Lisa Do comes in and saves him a little bit, but then she gets beat up, and then he, he kicks Batista off the truck, and then she goes, "Get off oh, my train! Get off my train!" And then she goes, "What do we do now?" And Bond looks at her, and but the implied message is now we fuck. And, and I and I cut to them go, going to their like room and making at this, out. Super at this hard. moment, I I looked. I, I had gotten a slack or something happened on on a text message thread that we were on. So I looked down, but I heard the line, "What do we do now?" And in my head, I jokingly said, "Now we fuck." Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I rewound a little bit, and then the scene pops up again. It's like, oh yeah, they're totally yeah yeah. The, the, the heat the <laughs> that's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. They almost both died to this giant man, but they chained him and he's dead somewhere on the side of a railroad track. And now we're going to. Nothing fuck. gets you going like that. Yeah. Now nah, we fuck. 
Uh, the next day, they get dropped off at a train station in the middle of nowhere. And again, I made a, like, a little quick note. They look great here. I love the costume design mm-hmm. here. I love that it all matches. I think that the locale they shot in was gorgeous. Um, and they soon enough, they're like, what the fuck are we going to do? He's like, I don't know. And he looks out and he sees something coming toward him in the desert. And she's like, what is that? And he goes, that is a 1948 Rolls Royce Silver Wraith, which is the coolest name <laughs> a car has ever Wraith been named. Fuck you, Aston Martin Vanquish or Vantage or whatever. The Silver Wraith is the shit. Um, anyway, what exactly the plan is here? I don't know. They just get in. The driver's like, hey, please. And he's like, they're like, okay, we'll just well, get in. We'll what just was drive the plan guys. even before that? They're just waiting for know. another train? Like, it, it, this, it's this is all fucking where, weird, yeah, man. At like, least in Skyfall, the, the plan was, hey, have Why you guys seen that? Here? I don't know. I don't know. Why I mean, that, bad guys, Tim? there are train stations out all over the place in the desert, but I don't know. But like, they get like, dropped. like they're in the desert? Like, there's literally nothing around. I mean, I've, 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 my only touchstone for that is other movies that have those, like the Darjeeling Limited and uh, things seen, like that. Yeah, it's a good movie. Though. Yeah, I saw a vlog recently where there is a dude in England. Or no, no, no. There was a dude just like somewhere in Europe or Asia, some somewhere in the Eastern Hemisphere. And, and like he, he was stopped off at a train station where there it was just like fucking desert, dirt yeah. everywhere. It was like, wh- where did this train station go? So that wasn't too hard for did me. Did he have a lot of yeah. water? No, but he was vlogging. Yeah, so that that. <laughs> All right, so he doesn't, he doesn't need it then. You're right. It's not hard for me to believe. I just I don't understand the function of that. I hope well, yeah, I don't um, either. But... Where it's like, yeah. Again, this is another one of those things where it's like, were they expecting to then take another train to somewhere that they could rent a car so that they can drive into this place? You know what I mean? Like that's I, where it's whole... like, what was the plan here? It just so there happens that. The, they knew that they were coming and they sent this guy to pick them up yeah i don't i don't i don't really know and again i think this is at least in skyfall they were like hey we have, when m was like what's the plan he goes have you seen home alone that's the plan and M's mm. like okay i got it <laughs> in this one it's like what what is the what possible possible other outcome could you expect then you just walk right into the bad guy's lair he knows you're coming you're gonna get killed he's gonna torture yeah. and kill you yeah. there's yeah. nothing else you can do here oh don't forget though i've got the watch and it's like, this guy knows everything. He wouldn't know you had a watch on. Don't worry about it. He's got a bomb on him. So that's, I feel like that was his plan. I'll just, I guess I'll maybe just blow that's all plan, up. Unless they took your watch away and then you'd be kind of fucked. Sure, but anyway, sure. uh, they pull up to this dope ass desert getaway and are greeted by Oprah Hauser's butler. And he has a great moment where he's like, um, he lunches at 12. And you guys have some clothes in the room, but also here. And he offers him a tray and Bond's like, oh shit. Okay, here's the gun. Be careful. It's loaded. And it's like, yeah. well, all right. Um, I, li- I like the actor that plays the the the. Maybe that's not him. The butler? Yeah. He kind of reminds me of the, the weird actor? accountant from Casino Royale. He's like, oh, oh we got down the, yeah, the numbers. You know, the happy his, guy. Uh, his yeah. face in this, I was like, why'd you go with that take? No idea. <laughs> he looked so no fucking idea. goofy. Uh, Bond goes to his room where he finds a suit uh, and a print of a, that bad Photoshop job. Only this time you can see that their picture <laughs> uh, is Oberhauser. And it's just like a weird, de-aged Christoph Waltz. And it's creepy as shit. Anyway, they dress for lunch and head to the observatory where they find a meteorite was waiting for them. And this is supposed to be a deep moment where he's like, this thing traveled for years and years and years until it finally met Earth. And it was like, it's this unstoppable force. And then Bond's like, but it stopped. Like it hit Earth. Your your metaphor is stupid. Mm-hmm. And Christoph Waltz is like, okay, this come is... with me. We'll go to the other room. The other room was more impressive. <laughs> yeah, this is this just is... a meteorite room. This is supposed to be the, 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 rats. the rats in the fucking... Yeah, which was yeah, fucking just, uh, a cool thing to say to someone yeah. before you tortured and killed them. 
was like my grandmother had to figure out how to kill rats, so she turned them into carnivorous fucking like uh, uh, other rat eating. Huh? Not carnivorous. Uh, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, <laughs> you eat your own species. Cannibals. Cannibalistic rats. And you're like, that's fucking crazy. Your mom, your grandma could do that? How's her paella? <laughs> Man, I'd really anyway. like to eat some paella right now. Oh, Why no. did you say that? That's such an excellent... Anyway, uh, it turns out this place is all about information, man. It's a center for operations. And again, that would be really impressive if we hadn't seen the dumbed-down, way cooler, way more vicious version of that in Skyfall. Uh, to, and then he shows M. He's like, this is how much access I have. And he turns on the security at MI6. And then we see M's parting message to his people. Uh, it turns out C is one of his people. And everyone's like, yeah, no fucking shit. We knew that. That's that's the least that's the least impressive uh, thing anyone's ever said in a movie. Uh, but he's a like, why question. go with C? Uh, uh, um, remember when um, what's her face gets the penny penny money or whatever her name is gets the phone money call? And she's <laughs> hang- yeah, money penny. Thank you. Uh, and she's hanging out like she- there's there's a guy there talking to her. Yeah, was that C? Is no. that how he got the bug in there? No, they're just thinking. No, in? I think okay. they just they just have access to everyone's cell phones. Okay, and like good for you. Um, he's like, why did you pick C? He's like, well, he's a visionary like me. He understands one crucial fact that a terrible event can lead to something wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's an interesting concept, but okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that too much. Good enough. Oberhausen has been behind it all. He's like, I've been behind Lashif, Silva, Green, Lind, M. I've been the author of all your pain, Bond. And he's like, all right, cool. So if I kill you, I don't ever have to worry about anything again. Seems pretty simple. Great. No, and then another amazing. guy comes on. He's like, I was over Oberhauser. <laughs> yeah, I'm Uber Oberhauser. And you're like, all right, we're done here. Then he shows Madeline her father's last conversation with Bond. And Bond's like, no, don't watch it. Oh. And then uh, Madeline watches Mr. White blows his brains out. And she's like, Ugh. and he's like, oh, well, it was not worth me getting hit over the fucking head. And then she says, the things that bring Oberhauser goes, the things that bring people together out of horror, beauty. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, well, because um, they... the entire time, it's like everything that he says, like Christoph Waltz is so great that I'm just like, I love yeah. you and I'll watch you say anything. And this movie is proof of that. Yeah, because you're not saying a single thing interesting and your tactics are stupid as fuck. Yeah. Like everything that he does, I'm like, OK, so you later put the fucking things into his head to like screw him up and it doesn't screw him up. Doesn't no, do anything. No, it doesn't work. Like, we need a shot of him, like, his vision going blurred or something and being like, wow, this guy's really Mm. crazy and creepy. It's supposed to be, like, sadistic because they have that moment where they talk about, like, we'll just get into that scene next. So they knock Bond out and he wakes up and we see a white cat and everyone's like, hey, we forgive everything about this movie because the white cat's in it. Good for you. Um, And then Bond and Blofeld starts drilling holes in Bond's head. And fuck, was supposed to mess with his brain, but it didn't really do anything. And then Bond screams. Oh, and like, oh, is that? Why did he do such a dumb thing to? No, but it's revealed, of course, that the whole reason Oberhauser hates Bond was because when Bond's parents died in an avalanche or, or a climbing accident. I don't know how many people died in avalanches here. I don't know. They died, so Oberhauser's father took him in, and he liked Bond a lot more because Bond's not a fucking psychopath. Sure. Um, and then, of course, Blofeld's like, so I had to kill my dad. And I guess I killed him in a climbing accident, but I also killed myself, but I don't know. It's a lot of weird stuff. And Bond's like, you're fucking creepy as shit. You've always been creepy. You've always been the creepy kid. You've fucking known it. What up? Yeah. Now she knows it, and everyone else in this room knows it. See the guy over there in the corner? He knows he you're fucking knows creepy. it, too. So, <laughs> yeah, like, so Blofeld is angry and jealous yes. that that his father kind of, like, you know, Bond brought more. Bond in. Yeah, Yeah, but it's like... Like the the dude's parents died, right? Your dad's just being a good dad. Your dad's well, I think just he's a like, sociopath. I think yeah, he's, he's definitely a sociopath. Psycho. Yeah. 
But then, so, but the thing that just really doesn't make sense about this movie is so the entire, that he's mad at James Bond. Like his plot is he's mad at James Bond. No, but he's also a piece of shit. Like I from the last movie was mad at M. And yes. so he's like, I'm going to. You're the better son. Mm. All of this different shit to fuck with you and be the author of your pain over the course of four movies plus all of the shit that happens in between. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why not just go find this fucker and kill him? Like, well, I think, but I, mean, I don't think that I don't think that's how this has gone. Like, I, this is how it's just randomly gone down. His plan. Like, I don't think he was been going after Bond until Bond interacted with his world, where Bond that's came even in worse in Casino Royale, and then he was like, "Oh well, we have this lady who's fucking we're gonna use to get this money, but it's like, oh, she's also connected to Bond. Now let's kill her, you know, kind of thing." Yeah, yeah, it's just like then you don't get to say you're the author of the pain. It's just like right, I'm, right. I'm the I'm, sure. I'm a co- pain. It's it's all bad. Anyway, uh, keeps torturing Bond. Bond's able to get. Thankfully, they put the, his hands back behind his head so he can behind his back so he can start fucking around with his Omega watch. And we see the logo on that a lot. And they paid a lot of money for that. He turns the the bezel on it and it activates the uh, self destruct button the bomb button anyway the timer for a minute and then uh he's like i'm gonna fuck with your blowfield's like i'm gonna mess with your uh your, your recognition and when i do this you're not gonna recognize anyone and then he does it and nothing happens and you're nothing like that's happens. weird so she, it, he goes do it, you still recognize her and he goes i'd recognize you anywhere and she's like you gotta fuck again should yeah, we fuck you again? fuck later yeah sure oh let's have a full conversation uh that's vague i'm not gonna tell you exactly what's going on but i'm gonna tell you time flies and all this fucking shit right. blah 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 10 minutes are going to pass, and Blofeld's just going to be over there like looking at us like, I guess I'm going to let them talk. That's yeah. cool. Uh, totally anyway, yeah. Yes, why not? Is Blofeld the guy that was like, no, Bond, I expect you to die? No, that was actually Goldfinger, I think. Okay. I think I got that wrong when I was joking around a KFAF. I'm oh, pretty I, sure. I didn't watch the KFAF. If you Google yeah. that real quick, but uh, I think it's I think it's Goldfinger, and I think yeah. he uses a laser to cut Bond's right. dick. Well, I mean, it's funny. No, Mr. Bond, I this, expect you this to die. Looked the setup for it looks so much like he's in the similar position, you know? Yeah. Well, Bond's always getting tortured by someone. Uh, Ian Fleming really had like a torture fetish, but I thought it was Dr. No that said it. Uh, okay. No. He's got their own opinion, sounds like. Oh, right. Kevin will look it up. I can't remember. Offhand, it was... Mm-hmm. It, it, I think it actually it's a, is It's Dr. kind no. of a redhead. It, mm. No, it's a... Yeah, a little bit. Older gentleman. Everybody's kind saying of it's Goldfinger in chat. It's there Goldfinger. You go, Goldfinger. There you go. Uh, let's see. Bond says, time flies. And Madeline's like, I gotcha. Ah. And then she, she just slides the so thing across. Stupid. She just slides it across the, the thing. And it only blows up Blofeld. And you're like, cool. He's done. And then Bond shoots his way out of the facility as it kind of blows up. And it's so lazy. It's so lazy. There's like a music cue where he's like, I got to kill that one guy off in the thing. And then he pulls the trigger. The guy, it's like, what? And the guy just like drops. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, he's done. And at this point, I forgot there was a third act of this movie. So yeah. I was like, thank fucking God it's done. Mm-hmm. Thank God it's done. They go up, they fly out, and then we go to London. I'm like, oh, my God, there's more. I forgot there's more. Why would there need to be more? Like, we have all the evidence we need to take all these people. We could just – it's a foregone conclusion. Everyone's dead. But, no, we've got 20 more fucking minutes left of this movie. <laughs> Wait, but we have that moment where they run outside and they kill the, the, the guards that are standing there. And then they look back, and the whole thing explodes, and then explodes even harder. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, all right, okay, clearly everyone's dead. And also, Nick, it's not twenty minutes. Like, I feel like it was like forty minutes after this. Oh, it was. So there was a, there was a long time period after this. 
so they have to stop Nine Eyes now, and it's like you think you just take some people over there and stop it. It's not that fucking hard. You're still M. Anyway, uh, Madeline and James part ways, and you're like, that's a terrible idea. She's gonna get kidnapped. Okay, and then she gets kidnapped, and then they take him to an old burned out MI6. Let's see. Uh, then they go, they all meet up, and then they split up, and Bond gets kidnapped, and they take him to the old burned-out MI6 headquarters, and it's like, take on your sins. And then Bond breaks free and beats the shit out of those guys, and there's explosives everywhere because they were going to demo it. And that was something that was set up earlier. Uh, when C gets into his office, M is waiting there for him, and M's like, fuck you, I still have a gun. And he's like, or he's like, M must stand for moron, and then C stands for careless because I took Dude, all the bullets oh, out of your gun. Oh, my God. They, they say, I know what M says for, and moron. They, they say moron again. No, he goes. M st- he goes. M stands for moronic, moron, moron. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay. but, it's, but again, like, how fucking lazy do you have to be to literally steal the very first scene from Casino Royale, where he's like, you don't know. He's like, you don't really know anything. And Bond goes, well, I know where you keep your gun, which was a fucking cool thing mm-hmm. to say to someone who thought they had the drop on you, and it turns out you just flipped it on them. That one line has so much like fucking awesome implications to it in this one it's like no you're dumb no you're dumb well no a stands for asshole andy you know like I nick thought, stands for fucking i thought they're gonna do like the c word like the, uh, me too me too like when, when that happened i was like careless. they're Wait, actually gonna do it and then i was like well i am watching the t the fx cut so maybe they oh, maybe God, it is careless <laughs> anyway bond uh, walks through this fucking weird like horror show carnival ride of mi6 with pictures everywhere and it's can like, you imagine oh, blowfield it, setting this up being like oh, i'm gonna put a picture He's going to walk down this hallway, and I'm going to put pictures here. So when he walks down, he's going to be like, oh, fuck. Those are all, like, Blofo-related things. This is so, like, Batman the Animated Series. Totally. Mm-hmm. This is Joker, Joker bullshit. Yeah, like, putting the bat face up everywhere and, like, silly shit. I was like, what? Well, what then he, he walks into that in? room, shoots him, and makes, like, the specter sign out of the glass. Mm-hmm. Where, it, like, he, it, it's no, silly. I, you know, it's it, funny. This could have been fucking cool, man, if, if they made uh, Blofeld like a Joker character that had been built up so that when we get to this moment, it's like, this fucker is crazy, so I believe this in this world. Now it's just like, you're the author of pain. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, man. What I always think about in moments like this is I'm like, okay, how did this go? Hey, Phil, come here. Phil, you've been doing great for me. I sent you some pictures. I need you to go into Photoshop, make sure they're all the right size, and then print them out. And don't forget scotch tape. We're going to yeah, need a lot of scotch have the, Get the double-sided one. To go in no, there and just... Yeah. Can you imagine being the henchman that's like, this is some fucked up shit. What printer, right what printer is I the Wi-Fi on, by the way? Yeah. What printer is the Wi-Fi on? Oh, don't use oh, the Epson because no, it doesn't... The HP has more ink in it. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, it's got, got more it. ink in it. Gotcha. I'm going to walk in. Can you imagine being James Bond? You walk in. The dead people. Oh, fuck. That's my name. Oh, there's an, oh, fuck. That's me. Yeah, damn it. He's coming after yeah, me. Huh? Next. <laughs> so weird. Anyway, uh, uh, all shit starts breaking loose, and Blowfield's there, and he's behind the glass, and he's like, I kidnapped her. And, and he's like, she's somewhere in here. And Bond's like, she's in M's office. Of course. She has to be in M's office, right? And he's like, uh, no, no, she's not there. <laughs> you can't find her. And he's like, I'm going to go right up to M's office. She's clearly going to be there. Anyway, meanwhile, we're having a secondary action over in the intelligence place where M and C get into a, the lamest fucking fight ever. And then M accidentally or maybe on purpose drops C off the fucking top floor. He, he doesn't he, drop him. Like, they, they don't they break the They the fight rail? over a gun or something. They break and, the yeah. rail and then he, like, goes to the corner and is, like, tipping over. And M's just like, fuck, and I don't have to help. You know, oh, I'm not going to kill you, yeah. but I'm not going to save you. I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. What movie, Tim? Batman. Batman Begins. That's the one. Oh. I'd rather save you. Well, that's the same as killing yeah. someone. Yeah, it's it the is, same. Yeah. It's the same. Uh, yeah. Just FYI, it's you just, you're not sure. You know what I mean? Right. Like for you the rest of your life, you're gonna like... think, "Oh, did he? Did he survive?" Exactly. Did somebody... uh, 
Let's see, Bond goes, he searches the building and then realizes she's up in M's office oh. when he gets there and then he hears her start screaming and he looks over in what I assume is M's personal bathroom where M used to take a kiki uh, and then she's just there what tied up into the bed. What could a kiki be? It's a boo-boo. It's like when old women kind of have that like Wait, hold on. poop. A kiki is an ubu. A boo-boo. A boo-boo. Kiki's an ubu, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, so she screams, and uh, he finds her there, and he cuts her out, and then he goes, do you trust me? And she's like, get me the fuck out of here. That's what That's I want. Aladdin, and he just jo- he just jumps down a hole and then lands this on a net. This is straight up Aladdin. Yes. It's fucking weird. When did that, he set up thing? the net? When did he yeah. find no, out that the net was there? The net What's the context of that net? The net's there as a safety net for anyone that falls. I, that's how I read it. Where like when you're doing demo and construction, they'll set those up in places so just in case someone accidentally falls down the thing. Oh, more, more likely people than not, just people just fall and get hurt. Get on yeah. workers' comp. But also, why would you put the net eight floors down? Maybe put one net a net on every that's floor. That's the thing. That has the it hole. just it it makes no sense, and it's just like oh, this is like the couch from earlier. Like that kind of implied that James Bond planned the couch earlier. This is you weird. Know, like, this is dumb. You can't just but jump if, off shit and land on. No, stuff. he's really good or, at noticing big things they can land on underneath him. It's true. That's one of his. That's one of the new skills he picked up since mm-hmm. uh, Casino Royale. That yeah. parkour, following people. Actually, he hasn't quite figured out how to fall on people yet. Because uh, he uh, with a plane, it's like oh, he's right there. Um, anyway, uh, thankfully there's a boat down there too. So as MI, the MI6 or MI5 office starts to explode, the boat shoots out onto the river and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then Bond sees the helicopter and he's like, how am I going to do this? Now in other Bond movies, he would empty the clip and miss. And he'd have to come up with a very clever way mm-hmm. of taking down the helicopter. But in this one, he just tries a little harder and the last shot hits the thing. I couldn't and... believe that's the direction they took this. It's like so lazy. As, so as he keeps lazy. shooting, I'm like, okay, what's next? What's mm-hmm. what's next here? Are you going to launch up the boat somehow with the helicopter? Or you, like, what, what's the plan here, Bond? And then he just kept shooting better. Or like better. <laughs> you have, or like exactly, and or like for instance, I don't know if I was sitting in the writers' room, I'd be like, well, Q's not doing anything right now, and he just hacked into Nine Eyes. So why don't you have Nine Eyes fire up and hack into the helicopter's like computer program and just take it down? Shut it have down, him do so something well. cool, and then they have to have a hand-to-hand fight where he has to kill him one more time. This movie at no point like puts them <laughs> against each other. He just crashes on a bridge, and then everyone surrounds him, and then Bond walks up, and he's about to pull the trigger on him. And he's like, I'm out of bullets. As he, and I'm like, is that a reference to something earlier? Really? I Why? can't remember. Why did you say that? I don't there's know. No, there's nothing clever in this movie, man. That's what but really like, out about it. Why are you leaving this guy alive? He's a genius. And he only wants one thing, to torture and kill you for the rest of your life. Put a bullet in his fucking But then he head. wanted him to kill him. So it's one of those things like now if he kills him, he's doing him a favor. You know what I mean? Instead, he's going to go to jail or it's one of so, those small box so jails. So you're going to let this guy go to jail where he's got, by the way, infinite resources. He's mm-hmm. just going to break out of jail. This uh, is the Batman also, thing over and over again. Just kill you him. You remember, this is the same organization, you know, that like in with Quantum where they were just like, we have people everywhere. Right, Steve? And Steve was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like oh, then tried cue. to shoot you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just shoot him. Now, the only thing I can think of is that they wanted him to interrogate him For, to get yeah, to tear apart Spectre. But at the same time, it's like without you, you know, half the people that are in this fucking thing already, you've already seen their faces. So, like, it doesn't matter. They let Blowfield get arrested, and M's like, What's up, fucker? And he's like, Oh, shit. Uh, and they watch Bond walk off into the distance, hand in hand with Madeline. You're like, Oh, that was a cool ending to this. Nope. Back at Q Branch, Q watches the elevator descend one more time and out walks Bond. And he's like, Oh, I thought you'd gone. And he goes, I have. There's just one more thing I need. And then Bond fires up the fully refurbished. Again, would have taken two, three years probably for experts to do this. Like people who really know how to how to how to refinish and and bring up the speed. And Aston Martin. Do you think maybe they like, put? Do you think they put all the gadgets back in? 
I think they guarantee he did. He's like, you can't stop me. You think you you think you don't want those gadgets? And you're going to want those gadgets. Yeah. So I'm gonna put that thing in there. Because what if this girl? What if you realize this this woman oh, that God, you're with Nick. is we go. 19 years old and has no real good view on anything? And you're like, I'm so tired of this. I just God, want her I'm to so leave. So happy you went that way <clears> with the joke. <sighs> Just ejects her the fuck out of there. Who's next? Anyway, uh, he fires it up, and Madeline gets in the passenger seat. And then again, for the second time in the last three seconds, they f- they they drive off into the distance as the Bond theme roars. And then the end. Thank God. Mm. Thank God. Mm. And that's mm. it. James Bond's that- retired. He has love. Cool. Cool. Let's do some haiku. Seven yeah. syllables in the middle. You need five. <laughs> so last. <laughs> Did I nail it or not? Haikus don't no. need to rhyme. Haiku. 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 <laughs> Just hit it a little early, Nick. I can't, man. Just <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> oh, man. You got to love it. Uh, let's see. Engine25 writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Or kind of funny. Just like you can uh, to leave your review in haiku form saying, fucking Christoph Waltz, man can deliver a line. Too bad the movie sucks. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Josh, she says the film's boring. The franchise died with Skyfall. Damn's lame song sucks balls. <laughs> hmm. Grayling T says James Bond, Kool Aid Man. Sam loves crane plas- cr- crash planes into barns. M stands for moron. Um, and then Mason Hall says pulling my hair out. This movie's ridiculous. Cast deserve better. For real though, I love the idea of pulling all the disparate threads together from previous films. As I always thought they should build Quantum as an arm of Spectre, but this film earns none of it. Wastes all the potential of its premise as well as the phenomenal power of its cast, and lets the ending fall flat. Sorry for the long response. There you go. Uh, and then Monty Joe says, "Yo, Spectre, really? No Batista bomb even? Don't waste Dave like that." Which I totally agree with. That's it. Those are our haikus. Let's do a little Give it to me. Hold on, hold on. Give it to me. Ragu. Ragu. <laughs> I tried to nail it. I don't know if I got the timer right on that one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys. I'm your host, Nick Scarpino, alongside Andy Cortez, Kevin Coelho, and Tim Blue Eyes Money Man Gettys. That's me. Uh, so far, oh, let me get the list out because I actually don't remember where we ranked everyone. Um, do, 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 Ooh, it just sort of occurred to me that I never made a ranking for this movie. I don't know. A file? Kind of, oh shit! I think I threw out the. We don't need I it. I threw out the ranking. Uh, I'm just gonna do this from the top top of the fucking dome right now, ladies and gentlemen. One is Tiago Silva from Skyfall. Then I believe we put Le Chiffre. Uh, there yeah, from Casino Royale, then Dominic right. Green from uh, Quantum of Solace. Where do we want to rank Blofeld? Ernst God. Stavro. Bottom of Blofeld. the barrel, guys. He is I mean, just it, a... it, it breaks my heart, but I, I, I gotta. You gotta give him points because it is Christoph Waltz. No, you cool. don't, though. Here's the thing he did a bad job making the character good. You know, like. like he didn't have anything to work he didn't with. Have, and that's fine. But I guarantee you, Meryl Streep would have killed it. You know what I mean? I put, she I put him, fucking killed it. I put him over uh, uh, Homeboy. I put him at number three. I put him above. Uh, who's number Green. four right now? The, uh, number four is no one. We're trying no, to rank th- number three. The last spot is Dominic yeah. Green from Quantum of Solace. I don't even remember that guy. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I, this is He's better than that. that. He takes an axe to the foot. I'll agree with yeah, Andy. Yeah, I, think I go with this. That guy. Oh, he took an axe to the foot. Oh, yeah. I'm getting. Ugh. Oh, disgusting, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that guy, even like his his like role in the organization, made more sense than like. Oh, he did. So but you're, I... you're mostly doing this for revenge. All right. I don't believe it. I would sure. rank him at number three. I would say Blofeld's number three for me. What do you guys think? 
I agree. I put him at number All three. Right. There we are. Ladies and gentlemen, the new ranking and final list until No Time to Die comes out. We'll see who the bad guy is in that, which I think is Rami Malek. Yeah. Uh, we're going to – the final list is uh, Tiago Silva, number one, uh, Le Chiffre, number two, uh, Blofeld at number three, and then rounding out the top four is Dominic Green from Quantum of Solace. And we're there done. Go. There you go. Cool. Now it's time to rank the James Bond movies. Where do we put this one? Because currently the rankings are number one, Skyfall, number two, Casino Royale, number three, Quantum of Solace. I rank this dead last, in my opinion, for just being boring. I think there's a lot. Quantum was way more boring than this. Like I feel like this was at least it stands alone as a movie where things happen. Quantum, nothing happens. I feel like Quantum at least had some action scenes that I enjoyed, and this one, it's like the the train one was the the most memorable, and that like it wasn't great. The quantum like at least the, also the beginning of quantum short. was really dope. Yeah, and that yeah, was, yeah, and at least it was short. I think um, I think the only thing redeeming about this movie for me is the Batista fight scene. I think uh, again there are some story threads that are interesting, but this movie is just not executed well at all. Uh, it it totally wastes Christoph Waltz as a villain as an actor. Um, I I put this dead last only because I um, I liked what Quantum did. Even though I still don't think it's a super good movie, I, I do think it had some cool. It, it it was tying everything together from Casino Royale, and I enjoyed that aspect a lot more. But I just wish these movies were more like Skyfall. Yeah, I see that. To me, the reason why Quantum gets a little bit of a nudge is because uh, Quantum, again, it was about un- unraveling this secret organization. And Bond, and, you know, M has the good line where she's like, you know, when someone says we've got people everywhere, you expect it to be hyperbole. You don't expect it to be in a goddamn room. We we saw that sort of like covert Illuminati group and they were a lot more cool and subdued than this group. This is so this whole movie is so on the nose. They got a giant boardroom table. Everyone's there in this weird like eyes wide shut style meeting. The bad guys literally bathed in shadows. I'm like, that doesn't feel like a contemporary Bond movie. That feels like we're stepping back into like the early 90s with Bond. And it's just again, if Spectre had just been Spectre, and we'd never seen Quantum. We hadn't heard of Quantum. That might have been cooler. We could, it could have been a better reveal. But we've already seen him take apart an organization like that. And now we're just doing it again. It's really weird because watching these week to week, I've enjoyed every single one of them more than I did the first time. But now that all four are done, like looking back on it, I feel like I like all of them less. I, I like Skyfall a lot more than I thought I was going to like it the second time. And I think that, you know, I, I gave that movie a really, a, a really raw deal. Uh, originally, but to me, I still think it it is a fun movie to go back and rewatch. I think Casino Royale was a fun movie to go back and rewatch, and I think Quantum had a lot of good things to it. This was the only one I really. It took me a while to get through because it's just such a rehashing of everything and just so unimaginative. Where it could have actually been like you know let's let's call a, a spade a spade here. Like the Mission Impossible, the plot lines are very very cheesy and and thin and rehashed anyway. But it's what they do with the action sequences and how the characters interact. That's super fun. And you just don't get any of that in this. You get yeah. a weird scene where Q orders him a fucking energy smoothie. Ugh. And you're like, oh, what is happening yeah. with this? M-, and- M missing here was really, really big for me. Yeah, there's no... Dude, she it's- wasn't, like, there was a scene with her where she was still giving orders. It just... Yeah, but he means the was, dynamic. It, no, I, no I mean, I mean, yeah. No, and, and I get that, but I'm saying, fun. like, like I, I kind of just feel like this movie, like... These movies so, feel so like all of them lost and confused on what they're trying yeah. to be and what they're trying it's to get to, and it's just like I wish that someone had put this all together with a little bit more yeah. vision and planning. 
it yeah, sucks I think, because I, think, it, I really do think that it makes all of them worse. Like even Sky, like this movie, I think I look at Skyfall in, in a lesser light because I feel like none of them stand alone as just good movies by themselves because they're all built on, well, this only is happening because we had the build up from the other movies and stuff. And it's just like, just looking at these four, it's like they there is no cohesion. Like yeah, we finally yeah. have a team and it's like, is No Time to Die going to be the first time we actually see it all gel? I don't believe it. I um I, I think that Quantum uh although I didn't I don't think it's a very good movie it there was really not a whole lot in Quantum that made me roll my eyes and kind of go ugh are you kidding me and this movie I, I did I caught myself doing that several times whether it was writing or uh an uh, just a decision the directing you know forced actors in I don't know I just thought a lot of it was like oh god really? I guess my thing is I choose this over quantum just because even though I don't think it's that good at least it commits to it's it's James Bond and there's going to be we're going to ha- hear the music a lot we're going to have him do things when music hit cues hit and he's going to have the gadgets he's going to use them and it's like the, it's way tr- tropier than I feel like any of the four we've had so far in terms of the James mm-hmm. Bond tropes and so it's like at least they did that. So for that, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give you. I'll give it a six. Whereas Quantum, I'm just like, this is just a bad action movie. All it was yeah, trying to do was be an action movie, and it, that's it because, failed at that. But that's because the way they built up Daniel Craig's character is that he was supposed to be a lot more serious and grounded. So when you put those gadgets in, it just seems fucking weird and out of place. And that's like to me why you know when you have an ejector seat in this movie, it just feels campy and it feels old and outdated and it's and it's unfortunate because we were supposed to be trying to move beyond that and try to bring bond into a new era similar to how like go back and watch the original mission impossibles even the first one you're like this is weird then they finally hit a stride and i think to kevin's earlier point it's because tom cruise had so much power and influence over that series that he was able to bring in the writers and directors that he wanted and and bring back the cast that he wanted and have it feel like it was building on itself and that's what they need to do here. And I'll be very interesting to see what they do with No Time to Die. Because I honestly me. think they're just going to fucking... It's going to be a rehash of what we've seen from Spectre. The only thing that gives me hope is it, it is the guy that directed season one of True Detective. Which is a show that is like no other show I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. So uh, let's vote. Who thinks that this movie here, Spectre, is better than Quantum of Solace? Raise your hand. I'm the only one that raised oh. oh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. I misunderstood. What a bear think? Uh, oh, hold on. Let me. I got bear shit somewhere. Give me one sec. Mm-hmm. A secaruno. Yeah, I just, I just can't help but want to rewatch Mission Impossible after all these. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, and and, 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 and so I totally agree better. with Nick. Where I, you know, it is equally as cheesy in a lot of parts. Like Mission Impossible is totally cheesy. It's funner. It's funner. But know? it's so much more fun. Yeah. yeah. But it, well, uh, that Bear. works in that because it is kind of campy and larger than life, you know? Yeah. Uh, Barrett's thoughts on this are, this movie's weird and all over the place, but I kind of liked it. I talked shit about the team aspect they tried to sell us at the end of Skyfall, but I really enjoyed seeing the team back again. This had a lot of fun action and plot that was super close to being my favorite, but was held back by a lot of storytelling choices that felt more convenient than earned for the sake of some reveals. Like revealing that Waltz was Blofeld and in control of all the previous villains was cool in theory, but really weird in execution, especially with the dumb-looking scar we get near the end of the movie. A lot of it felt like Bond fan service, which was cool sometimes, but stumbled most of the time. Also, how and why do people in this Bond universe fall in love so quickly? Like, he hung out with Swan for a couple of days and they fall in love. I don't know. I just I wasn't sold. Again, a lot of weird stuff in this movie, but I was along for the ride. If the ranking is where I think it is, I'd put this above Quantum, below Casino. So, same place I would. I'm pretty in line with, with what Barrett said there. So, me and Barrett raise our hand. So, the new rankings of the Bond cinematic universe are, number one, 
Skyfall, number two, Casino Royale, number three, Quantum Solace, number four, Spectre. Uh, we will return in November for uh, No Time to Die. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Uh, but until then. Bond oh, player. actually, wait. Before before that, uh, the next in reviews, uh, the official announcement's happening right now, motherfuckers. Whoa! Uh, next, next week, we're going to start doing two reviews a week, um, starting with Back to the Future and Transformers. Oh, shit. All right. So fucking hold on to your butts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, stay tuned to Twitter for more details on exactly what days it's going to be, but it's probably going to be either Monday and Thursdays or Tuesdays and Fridays, depending on Greg Miller's schedule. So we're going to have to figure some shit out. Uh, but until then, get hyped. You can watch Transformers 1 and Back to the Future 1 to prepare for next week. And until then, bon voyage. <laughs>